Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello again, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas, and welcome to another episode episode of the Broadcast Podcast. What else? <laughs> wow, that was a horrible start, guys. Sorry about that. Jeez, Louise. You know, how many episodes have we done now? And this guy's clustered everything it up already. Do you want to redo it all? No, let's just keep going. Hello, everyone. It's your boy. It's me. It's Alan. And how are you, Thomas, today? Um, I was good until I buggered up the opening, so I uh, yeah, quite disappointed with that. But guys, we've done over a hundred episodes, so you know if you want to hear a good opening, go back and listen to the other hundred because they're all perfect. So yeah. Oh, when you go that far, man. Uh, I mean, you've done well, you've done good, but you know, you know, you should be proud of yourself. But yeah, sometimes you could do you could do better. I was going to say, oh, thanks. Wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gonna build you up just to knock you down. There we go. Jesus. You're being loud, Al. No, well, you're right over there. What are you doing? I just, I just found a metal yeah. pin on the ground. I'm just picking it up and just... This is great for podcasting. My God, what, what are we in? We're only, what, a few minutes into the show. I found a metal pin on the ground, guys. I don't know, I just saw it there and I thought oh, I'll just pick that up and not, I might step on that and that'll hurt. So, yeah. Alright. Okay, why are we here? Well, guys, it's the Wrestling Companion. I don't know what number it is, guys. I think 60-something. Because we've done so many lay-back and sit-back and watch-along Wrestling Companions. And we thought, for those of you who probably don't know, if you don't live in Australia, our state of Victoria is in lockdown. We're in uh, our fourth consecutive lockdown for our state, and I said to Alan, hey, Al, since we're in lockdown, why don't we do a TNA lockdown? So uh, we went onto the uh, Impact Plus app, and I went onto Fight TV and YouTube, and we circulated, you know, some different ideas back and forth about what lockdown we could cover, and we end up choosing one, and 
I watched this last night to get a, you know, a couple of notes and some things that I think would be interesting to talk about to you guys. But before I actually announce what that show is, um, in regards to our show, you can download all episodes on Apple iTunes, on Podbean, CastBox, HiCast, Castro, and a range of different podcast networks. You can also check us out directly on Instagram, all one word, The Broadcast Podcast, but probably the best way is on Twitter, and that's just The Broadcast, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. And if you want to check out Alan, you can check him out at uh, Big Strongman 27. That's your other Twitter account, the one with the egg, <laughs> with, all the, with all the questionable follows that you have, all the shirtless dudes, all the guys with buns. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Dallas 7740 7G. <laughs> that sounds way too accurate, man. Is, you, is there something you want to tell us? Is there something you want to tell us, bro? I have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. If you want to find me, guys, I'm on the Twitter. That's AlanRoss84. Yes, um, you can always follow me. I'm, I'm always uh, retweet, it was a retweeting of the fun stuff that happens on this show, too. And if you're looking for some cringeworthy um, TikToks, you can find me at uh, AlanRoss84 on the TikTok as well. Well, hear that, guys. He's also on. You're on Twitch, aren't you, too? Not as much anymore. I used to do quite a lot of twitching. Uh, I, doing it now. No, um, don't laugh. At that. that was a terrible joke. Yeah, and sorry. Laughing at that means you were a terrible person. Uh, no, I used to do a lot of gaming on Twitch, but I don't do it as much anymore. But if I'm ever on there, and if you'd like to come along and just watch me, you know, do a shit job playing a game. Mainly, it's always COD or maybe Fortnite. Uh, it's uh, Roscoe underscore Bosco 84. And maybe, guys, one episode we might talk about why he chose that name. Yeah, I think I think we might have talked about it one time, but if people want to know... Yeah, well, I think <sighs> if, I, we had never talked about it, because I go back and listen to our show, guys, and we've never talked about it, so... Oh, you know, do you? Yeah, because well, on episode 77, you said... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, man. Now, well, what we want you to do is actually load up your Impact Plus app, or you can do what I did, got YouTube, and type in TNA Lockdown 2005, guys. We are traveling back some 16 years ago, and this is where I was in my peak interest in TNA. We actually had TNA pay-per-views that would be on our Foxtel provider uh, on the channel main event, so we would get these shows... Uh, each month. So uh, the very first show I think I watched might have been Victory Road, I believe, which was 2004. But this time, 05, is probably one of my most favourite years. Some classic matches. The X Division was on the rise. You know, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, Chris Sabin. I think you had Loki at this time period. And this was also the time that Kevin Nash was here. We had Scott Hall eventually had left the company. Kevin Nash had come in. We had the Outlaws were, were actually going in. Sean Waltman was also featured on this show. So we want you guys to load up YouTube or the Impact Plus app and go into TNA Lockdown 2005. It goes for just under three hours. But as we do each and every episode, before we hit play, we want to give a shout-out to not one but two great wrestling podcasts. So check these guys out. Do you like professional wrestling, movies, sports, pop culture? Do you want to hear three wacky guys talk about any and all combinations of any of these things? Well, View From The Top Rope is the podcast for you. Releasing weekly on Thursdays, Diesel, JR, and myself, Chad, 
answer any and all questions from our amazing high flyers. Listen to View from the Top Rope only on the Visionaries Wrestling Network across iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and multiple others. View from the Top Rope, your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. All right, guys, we are back and we're raring to go. Alan, are you ready on your side? Yes, guys, I am ready. Everyone should be on the zero 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 mark. Either you're on YouTube. Um, hopefully, you guys, if you are watching this on YouTube, uh, you're paying for that subscription when you get the no ads. If you do have the ads, best of luck. I am on the Impact Plus app. Uh, so get ready to press play in three, two, This is TNA. And it's pretty good, guys. We've actually given you quite a bit of TNA more recently. It was meant to be a one-year thing, and we've given you three, I think, already. So Sounds quite sexual when you say it like that. What? We've been giving you plenty of TNA lately, guys. Yeah, do you Sometimes know what it means? Total non-stop action. No, it means Tom and Alan. And Alan? Tom and Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just figured that out. Just, just wow, well. wow! I'm a genius. We're proud of you, Tom. Good on you, mate. Oh, look at this, Ellen. Oh, this woman sounds scary. Oh, they used her from WWE. This woman, mm, the steel. Oh shoot! Uh, yeah, the steel. Talk about the hell in the cell and all that. Yeah. I wonder who it is. Love to do a bit of research and find out who is the uh, who's the scary lady. Jesus. What do you think of the six, the six-sided looking cage, Al? Looks uh, painful. Um, interesting. Six sides is still sort of like a uh, because the ring is six sides at this time, isn't it? Yeah. Almost like a uh, uh, what's it called? War zone. Uh, sorry. Uh, war war games type of mm-hmm. cage, but with without uh, the roof. Yeah, I thought you were going to say an MMA cage. I've been, well, you and I have been to a few um, UFC shows with the Octagon, and we got to see what it's like. Um, and it's a lot smaller, the Octagon, to, to this, I would imagine. Yeah, they actually have a couple of different ones. I know a lot of regional-based MMA companies use a smaller cage, and yeah. I think when UFC was doing their shows during COVID at the Apex facility in Las Vegas, they used a much smaller cage, which was pretty difficult for the heavyweights, who already look massive. Yes. So then the, their space of movement was limited so much, so being able to move left or right in a bigger spot, you're definitely restricted in that. So here we go, guys. TNA Lockdown 2005. Question, were you watching this with me back when we were younger? No, mate. Mm. I've probably no idea. I mean, no, back at this time. Knew about it. You were telling me about it. But, no. Mm. 
Because I have memories of ordering the shows. I think it was about twenty four bucks ninety five. But I don't remember either you or Nathan. I don't think maybe one show you. I think you watched the Raven show when he rocked up when he first debuted. But besides that, I don't think you even sat with me or Nathan watched them. You're all pro WWE guys. Yeah. Well, again, at this time in the WWE, we we could talk about that later. What was going on at this time and. But the pure reason why we wanted to do this show, guys, is because it's this lockdown, and there's pretty much your boys right here. It's what we're experiencing right now, Tom, eh? Down here in Melbourne. Yep, it's looking like it's going to go a bit longer. I kind of predicted this when we slowly started getting back into workplaces and stuff like that, especially it's our winter now, guys. If you, yes. if you do know much about Australia, it's summertime in other parts of the world. It's winter for us, and the flu season's here, and I think we we're going to see this eventually happen, but I think I saw in the news today that there's actually a variant that has been released recently in Victoria. So an off strain that's not the same as a normal COVID. So here we go. Here we go again, I say. Here we go again. And we've got Don West and Mike Tanay. That velvety shirt of Don West, man. I know, that thing is like silkiness. Silky silk. It's like a bed, like I got a bed sheet like that. Yeah, I was the same here. I got a bed sheet like that too. You, you know, you make sure you don't leave stains on that. You know, you have to quickly wash it off. But <laughs> quickly, bub, quickly. Bub, 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 it's mayonnaise. I was having a bub. roll. I was having a roll. <laughs> That's crazy. I'll show I was... you. There's, there's the sesame seeds. I... See. I was having sex with her when you weren't here. You need to understand. <laughs> oh. I love to have sex with Subway sandwiches. Eat fresh. Terrible. That's not that's not a plug, guys. That was just yeah. Hey, go. Look at this. Look at, we... look at look at look at poor Kevin Nash here. Look, check out this staff infection now. Check this thing out. Oh, he lifts the bandaid up. Look at that. Ugh. Yep. That's what you get for wrestling in those rings, guys. That's like back in the day when the old some of the wrestlers got really really sick because of staff infections. Oh my mm. goodness. So he won't be competing, will he? Well, originally the co-main is Team Nash against Team Jarrett, but because Nash can't compete, Dusty uh, Dusty Rhodes, who's the general of authority tonight, will announce a replacement for Kevin Nash. So the American Dream is here. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We've got Lance Hoyt that we see today in AEW, and we've got the late Chris Candino. Yes. Now... Just while I've got you here, do you remember a long time ago when I taught you about the injury to Chris Candino? When he received a drop kick? Is this in this match? This is the match. It's pretty quick into the match. It's at least, I don't know, 90 seconds in. And then yeah. he would go on the plane, and then mm. he would have the... Yeah, so he, he had a fractured ankle and a broken tibula in this match, and then yep. developed a blood clot and died within, I think, the next six days or so or something like that. Man, that's a bummer. Mm. Wow. Look at this boy. He's so young. Mm. Hasn't got Jake the Snake next to him talking about busting a nut. So Give we've me. got Sun- Sonny Siaki, who's been on our very first TNA show that we covered. And he's teaming up with Apollo. He's the fellow that was in the gauntlet for the gold match that we uh, called Batista. Um, but he had a that very was- small stint in the company. Why is the cameraman wearing a vest and a, and a helmet? Are they... Is he going to get shot? Oh no, my he's... goodness, he's going... 
Oh, my God. Oh, no. No, you don't go in the ring. To... Oh. This is real NWA style, like WCW Capital Combat. Don't go in the cage, bro. You're not meant to be. Just do a far away shot or do a, you know, the Wiley Coyote. There's no need for a... Um... Well, they actually have a, they have a spider cam that you do see later on that's just rotating above the top of the cage. You see it up the top there. They use that, but yeah, this poor fella should not definitely be in the ring. Yeah, there's no need for this. And plus, it's a, this is a tag team cage match. Just let them go for each other, right? Oh no, he's trying to understand wrestling here, guys. From 16 years ago, is am I right? <laughs> so it's not it's not a tornado tag. It's a simple tag team cage match where tags do have to occur. But yeah, it's pretty shortly this injury occurs to. Chris, yep, and they, okay. had, they just had to call it on the fly and just keep the match going. I think it went for at least 8 to 10 minutes, I believe. And you definitely see there's a panic of, uh-oh, what are we going to do now? But it's when uh, there's a... There it is, right there. Right there. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's as it's as Siaki landed the drop kick, shattered his leg. It wasn't the drop kick. It was Chris slipping that did it. But look at Chris's face. He knows that he tells Rudy Charles, look, could not get up. Now, Sunny Siaki, they were calling him at that time, like, it, 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 like sort of the, um, he was going to be like the next rock. Was that the, led to belief? He was referring to himself in third person. Yeah, you know, okay. As the, what the rock was doing, he came across like a very young, like, Nation of Domination rock kind of character. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he ended up being yeah. an eventual heel with Vince Russo, but he was there for a while, an exhibition champ, but really didn't do a lot outside of that. He's still not getting up, so he's really legit hurt here now, isn't he? Yeah, I think oh, it was right a bro- it was a broken tibula on the front of his leg, and he completely fractured his ankle. Like he literally, the foot went underneath itself, inside the boot. Look at him! Look at him! He knows it yeah. too. There's only one way in, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't recall if they stopped it and they moved him. But I know the camera now just focuses on the three. Just for, here we oh, go. No. You can see him in the back. Here we go. Here we go. So it just pretty much turns into a head cat match now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this one goes for. Oh, let's have a look. Six. Yes, no, it's only six six minutes actually. That's a quick one. Yeah, no, nearly seven minutes. Yeah. And they're walking him out. Is that Dean Malenko? No. Siaki looks a bit worried. Well, it's like he jumped up for like a low angle drop kick, and it's like Candino was like, "What are we doing?" And then just buckled. But I also feel that the camera guy shouldn't have been there because he made it even tighter of a spot. So Chris is like, "Oh, I don't want to hit the camera, dude," and then just kind of misjudged his stepping and then crack. Well, again, in a normal sort of match like mm. this, the there's you know it lit five dudes mm. in the ring, including the referee. You know why is it, but, I mean, let me ask you so is the cameraman in this like, during the whole time uh, I don't recall because I think they eventually move him because to the camera guys right see that hole there yeah. behind Lance's leg yeah, they yeah. filmed through that I think for the majority of the night probably no need for him to be in that that's that's such a bummer mm. calling spots there Lance Hoyer <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus oh, oh, oh. That was all rope. 
that was all face on the right on the top rope. Bloody hell! So we've had a little bit of uh, what Lance Hoyt. We had him um, for our recent, I think it was Slammiversary, but it was the Rock and Rave Infection when he was with that Jimmy Rave and Christy Hemi. Yes, that's right. I might look at Sonny Siaki because I would like to actually know what he eventually ended up doing because he's actually not that old. He was born in 1974, looking at my notes here. So he's not an old guy, mid-40s. So it said he, uh, after his school friend Lodi, Brad Kane from WCW, invited him to the power plant to be involved. Ah, okay. He made some appearances on WCW Saturday Night, Thunder, and Nitro but eventually left the company unhappy with the way he was being utilised. He then joined the Flying Alphys' team for a little bit before he turned heel, calling himself the Ace in the Hole. Ace in the Hole? Actually, it says he was in WWE. In late 2005, so this same year in December... He joined, though, but only went to Deep South, though. He didn't do anything on the main brand. Jesus Christ. That was beautiful. That was a... Oh. So it says here, in September 2008, Siaki retired from pro wrestling because he planned to donate one of his kidneys to his dying brother, Bernard. Siaki only had one kidney remaining, and thus the doctor told him he could not wrestle anymore, effectively ending his 10-year career. Wow, I think we've we've spoken about this before. I think you and I have. Um, I think because that sounds very familiar. So on the other channel, right now during this time, because this is in April, guys and girls that we're following, this was during the leading up to WrestleMania 21. Mm, WrestleMania goes Hollywood. That's right. So we would have, you know, Booker T won the 30-man interpromotional battle royal, which was a pre-show match. So, well done, Booker T. Uh, then we had Rey Mysterio takes on Eddie Guerrero. They were both the tag champs then, too, at that time. That's period. right. Yeah. Uh, Edge beat Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Christian, and Kane and Shelton Benjamin in the, I believe this is the very first Money in the Bank match. Uh, the Undertaker defeated Randy Orton for the streak, I would imagine. That was the one I yes. thought Randy was going to end it, because that beautiful yes. choke slam to RKO yep. counter. Loved it. Uh, Trish Stratus defeated Christy Hemming uh, for the Women's Championship. Kurt Angle defeated Shawn Michaels by submission. 27 and 26 seconds that match went for. That was also discussed on, what, the Kurt Angle show, I believe. Yeah, episode two. And that's the end of the match here. Yeah, he did a, like, a super fire splash. These two guys here coming in, <clears throat> I call them, like, Hardy Boys version two, TNA. Uh, they were called <laughs> the Naturals. <laughs> they look, yeah. And oh they were um, protégés of Chris Candino. Okay. So they're, they're attacking him like, hey, you hurt our person, you hurt our, our mentor, we're going to take you out. Yeah, they look like a very poor man's um, Hardy Boys. Well, they the remind long... me of like 96, 97 Hardys, like back when they were enhancement guys on yes. like oh WWE Raw. and yeah. 
Oh, there was also the Akibono defeated the Big Show in the sumo match that went for a minute oh two. A minute oh two. <laughs> yep. But again, it was a sumo match, so the quicker the sumo match is, the better. Uh, then we had John Cena defeated JBL, the WWE Championship, and then Batista defeated Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship in twenty one thirty four. Hmm. That was For a classic sure. matchup because they end up actually having what three matches of that. They did WrestleMania, Backlash, yep. and Hell in the Cell, I believe. So, uh, yeah, looks like Shawn Michaels and Triple H had the long matches that night, per usual. Vince's boys definitely mm. uh, getting those long matches. But until you actually told me on this podcast so many years ago, I never thought about that with Triple H. And then we go back and I. You know, we'll load up a card for an event that we're watching, and I'm like, holy shit, Hunter does have the longest match, but I didn't Hunter. think about it while it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you never do at the time when you're watching it, but because at, during this time here, when he was gifted the the, um, the heavyweight championship, he uh, from Eric Bischoff, this is his reign of terror. This is where he was steamrolling through all the WCW, like quote unquote legends at the time. Mm. You know, he took out Goldberg. He would take out uh, Booker T uh, coming up. You know, he took out Steiner. You know? Yeah, Kevin Nash as well. Kevin Nash. And then eventually Sting that we've covered as well. It's the American dream. Dusty Rhodes. So you've got, uh, I think it's Trinity, I think her name might be, and you've got yep. Tracy Brooks, who would go on to manage uh, Robbie Roode. Yes. Um, but she's actually married to Kanzarian, and they've been together yes. all the way since this time period. Awesome. Hmm. And crazy to think, this was the same time that, you know, for Dusty to become authority, they had two figures who were the heels. One was Vince Russo, and one was Dusty Rhodes. And they did an online fan vote. Vote who you want to be the general manager. And it was like 80-something percent for Dusty to win. And like to oh, make yeah. Russo, I think to make Russo go out as a face, they had him actually come out, shake hands with Dusty, and then leave. Like, okay, well, I'll go back and start booking again. So Yep, okay. So he's talking about who's going to be coming for in and out of the lethal lockdown match, is it? Yeah, so Lethal Lockdown itself is very War Games inspired. Yes. So with the idea of, you know, it's always a heel advantage. We always see that usually a heel and a face would start and usually entrant three would be a heel to kind of do the two-on-one. Then a face would come out and even it out. The difference with Lethal Lockdown, this very first one only had six people. So three on each team, where in the past it used to have four on four. Is that the franchise? Yeah, and uh, Dustin Rhodes. Oh, wow. A show with uh, two roads on it. Nice. So this is stemming off the feud from Bobby Roode and Dustin Rhodes, and this really comes from the fact that Team Canada that we've covered, I think yes. on many shows in the past, including our Christmas episode, oh. you know, led by what Scott Damore had A1, Bobby Roode, uh, was it Eric Young? Mm-hmm. And this was the idea of really pushing Bobby Roode as the next big top heel within the company. What way can yep. we do it? Give him the rub against someone like Dusty, Dustin Rhodes. He's been doing it for quite a long time. So again, as we said, all matches tonight are inside the cage. Now, the stipulation with this one's quite different. 
They're calling it a Prince of Darkness match. What do you think of this, El? Um, it's a cage match with weapons. No. Uh, it's a cage match with um, the scary lady at the beginning. She's... I, I don't know, bro. Because it's a Prince of Darkness, it's the first one to put on the crown, wins the match. No, what it is, Prince of Darkness, it's a blindfold stipulation. Ah, uh, it's a blindfold st- <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, crown idea better than the blindfold match. Are you for so, real? Yeah, it's two out of three falls. If it goes to a third fall, they will then be blindfolded, and then the match is for the f- deciding fall. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, so at this time, franchise um, was he like he wasn't wrestling, was he? He was like in the back conducting interviews, was he? His last major feud, I think, was with Raven, and then he went on to actually either might have been from here or might have been earlier. The Naturals, those two young fellas you had out before, Douglas yep. went on to manage them, and I think okay. it was actually it became I think it might have been this period because that's you know they lost Chris Candino franchise steps in and becomes their their mentor and then okay. what he wanted to do he wanted to franchise what was the word he wanted to franchise them by giving a whole new look that they had and eventually yes. they go on to win the tag belts at some point so which one's scott demore is it the blondie or the chubby the guy with the flag yep so he, okay i didn't ask that i said is he the blonde one or the chubby and you said the one with the flag i don't see chubby i see huggy yeah, okay, I can see that. You know. <laughs> sure. And he's still there now, Scott Demore. Still there. It, still there a, now. Is he a wrestler? No, he's an, he's he's trained as a wrestler, but he's an on-screen talent. He's like the GM character in Impact. And they call him the natural. Naturals can be. Ooh, those shiny chaps, though. He does look like his old gimmick when he from the natural but with this mm. with a lot of leather. And again, he sort of looks like this today, but, you know, he does half the face. Well, this was all post-Gold Dust. This was after the whole Booker T thing, yeah. Triple H. This is, you know, stepped away from all of that. Um, oh, I actually okay. might have a look at when he actually debuted in TNA. I remember he wasn't there for long, but eventually he would go back to Gold Dust, you know, to, you know, to partner up with Cody back in WWE before they went to AEW, but I don't think this tension was that long from memory. So it looks like they've done the smart thing now, and they don't have a um, a, a cameraman in the ring. They yeah, I think he's, he's stepping through the hole, I think. There's a hole on the side there. He's stepping through the hole, guys. Tom said it. Get in there, mate. Get in there, mate. What does that mean? <laughs> Haven't got all day, mate. Step in. <laughs> so Q and A for you now, Thomas. How's lockdown number two, number three going for you? I would probably say you know it's had its benefits. It has you know, it, the homeschooling is always good because you kind of get to see where your kids are at in terms of assisting them. Always. But I think with me, like I'm actually leaving my job in the next like three or four days, so like trying to get all my you know handover notes together while also homeschooling. I was kind of under the impression 
that they would go back next week. That way I could ease into my final week. But yep. as our premier, our acting premier announced only a couple of days ago, they're extending it to the following Thursday. Yep. <clears throat> so we have to wait a little bit longer. But no, you know, it has its benefits. It, it's, it's good to see with the kids, right? It's good to help them. You personally, yeah. what's going on with you? Have you, you know, is there any like thing you've um, at times, you know, you've done in your, oh, geez, he just did the Shattered Dreams. Beautiful move. Um, just, you know, if you picked up anything you're doing, watching more things, playing more games. Probably more reading. <clears throat> I'm always a big, I'm always a big reader. I try and read at least one book a month or every two months. So you probably can't see me, but over in the back there, I've got at least nine different books that I've been reading you know, on and off for the last couple of months. And yep. it's good. You know, you get to learn new words and, you know, figure out ways to use that word in a conversation. Most of the time I will use the, a different word that isn't the correct word in the conversation, which then confuses the person. So, yeah. The, the, the cat jumped over the mat. <laughs> cupboard. <laughs> the cat what the? jumped over the cupboard. It's like, no, try again, Tom. Let's go. I can't do it, son. Um, <laughs> you're stressing it, that out. Is this, oh, please tell me this is your youngest son because he's uh, reading with you. God, that'd be fantastic watching that. Dad, it says bird. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I love it when sometimes when your kids do that and they correct you. Oh, look at that move. That was beautiful. Cannonball into the cage and then the knees. One thing you didn't see, Bobby Roode's already one fall up. What happened? As the match started, there was like a bit of commotion going on, and he wrapped yeah. him up in a roll-up. And it's like Rudy Charles goes one, two, three, and counts it. And then Tanay and Dolmester are like, "Oh, is that a f- okay? That's he's one up, and he keep going now." <laughs> TNA, we are wrestling. No, but everything's going good on my side. A bit more gaming. Uh, I bought a new game today that I just installed. Ooh. I found another voucher. Another JB voucher in the car. Nothing 80, better. $80 unused. Ooh. And I thought, what's a game I've been keen to check out? I'm really digging Ghost of Tsushima. I want yeah. a nice open world game. And I went, oh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh. I got it for 46 bucks, And I'm like, yes. yes. On the PlayStation 5, too. So on the full, you know, 4K, you know, 1080 pixel high definition. So let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> all installed. I'll probably play it very shortly either tonight or maybe tomorrow, but no, keen yep. to get my, my bun and the beard going, so happy for that. Get to inner Viking on. Yeah, my son said to me the other day, the oldest son, you're only buying it because of the beard and bun choices, aren't you? And I said, look, I'm not confirming nor I'm denying, but I what? will have a smashing bun, so. A what? Smashing, oh, smashing, yeah. Oh, is, oh, okay. You, oh, you're saying smashing bun. Yeah. Gotcha. I thought you might have been. There's a particular um, <laughs> like in when you create the character, which I don't know if you can or not, but it could be quite smashing, you know. Um, okay, good on you. Best of luck. No, well, you do make your own person. You are. You can either be male or female, and you can choose your hairstyle, your beard style, your tattoos, and all that stuff. So even as a woman, you can have a beard. No, it's not like cyberpunk. No. Yeah, right. Which I still haven't played yet because I'm sick and tired of the bugs. So, did they fix the ones for PlayStation Five? 
Uh, it's still buggy. I, I'm waiting okay. till they do the full proper 100 gigabyte repair. That's not going <laughs> to happen. That's not going to happen in our future in this calendar year. I don't think so whatsoever, bro. I've still got mine, but I um, I haven't played it. Yeah, I think I'm I still I, on the like, second mission. I think. I think I got it for Christmas last year, and we're you in did. June now, guys. And I haven't tried. I think I played it for probably 20 minutes. Made my guy up and saw the wang and went okay, and then just was like, oh, this is boring." Did you give it a big wang, a little wang? No, it's got to be realistic. Said so nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I gave myself a vagina. I felt. How do you? Myself. How small can you make the wang? You said okay. Well, well, no. that's not still okay. Well. Microscope. <laughs> there it is. All right, put hey, some jeans on. Realistic. Put some jeans on, mate. Get a bun on. Fantastic. No, but things well, are good. What are you doing on your side? You're still working, though, are you? I'm still working. I don't stop. When you're working for the education department, you don't really stop, you do. And I've also got my carer's job, so I'm looking after one particular client that sort of needs uh, a lot of support. So... Um, doing a lot of that but these are like small shifts so it's okay it's two hours normally it's during like it middle of the day so I come home and I've got plenty of time to spend with the fam like you said with the uh, online learning with my with my kid um, just doing a lot of stuff with him and just seeing where he is and you know being his uh, first year of schooling and seeing how it all goes and you sort of stand back and watch him sometimes and go ew you're a bit smart, you are. Where did that come from? Ah, oh, it must be from mum. You know, it just makes me go, geez, you know, just little things like kids mm. these days. And oh, when you watch your kid, they're like sponges, you know, they just adapt and they just soak up so much knowledge. And it's, yeah, just remarkable to see how it goes. Um, so, yeah, and then pretty much um, lately we've, uh, we've set up the Nintendo uh, Wii U in one of the uh, spare rooms we have and we've uh, taking up uh, playing Wii Sports yet again I think we might have spoken about this last year I don't know but um, your boy right here has uh, been trying to play a lot more of the Wii Sports Baseball ah uh, yeah and how much I nearly <laughs> wanted to throw the controller <laughs> through the TV you're out foul ball foul ball you're like, I didn't even swing yet. Yeah, pretty much. And <laughs> if you do the most minute swing, bang, mm. someone grabs up to you, one of your, your, your me characters grabs it and goes, you're out. And you're like, son of a bitch. Or if you just hit like a smacker, like it's a home run, boom, it's out of the park. You're like, yeah. And there's that one character in every team. I think her name's Patricia or something, or, or something mm. like that. She's always at that one spot just catches it you're out and you're like and then when you play the game for 15 minutes non-stop and it ends in a fucking tie you think that's 15 <laughs> minutes of my life wasted I could have been doing so much more I you know, could have been writing poetry telling how much I love my partner no 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 I'm sitting in the other room playing baseball on the on the Wii U in hoping that I might beat these, these little characters in the video game oh no 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 not today, son. Complete fucking waste. We used to try and figure out with the baseball game, is it based on just your wrist action or is it you got to get into the full stance of it? And I'm under it, the impression that it's all wrist. Like, you shouldn't need to stand like that. 
Exactly. It's just about timing your hand. You're just flinching. You don't need to stand like you've got a baseball bat. Oh, geez, there goes cameraman, and he yep. got hit by the door. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, pretty much what you were just saying, that's what it exactly is. If down here in Australia, uh, I think, well, pretty much if you grew up during the 90s, and I don't know kids still play today, but we have we used to play a game called Rounders. Mm. And Rounders was with a, a very sort of miniature size cricket bat. Mm, like a um, paddle. Paddle. Uh, yeah. No, I'll just say cricket bat because when you say it's like a paddle, you used to just smack the bottom. Um, so you <laughs> well, much... welcome to the initiations. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Can I have another? Um, <laughs> so you would pretty much, as you were playing the game rounders, you would hit the ball with you know like a tennis ball or something, and you would throw the bat down and you would run. So it has taken me back in time. Pardon me. Uh, when you're playing the Wii Sports game, especially baseball, it's just hitting it. it it's not mm. in this motion anymore, like the baseball style. It's just the flick of the wrist. Mm. Yeah, I just so, love yeah. how I love how just watching this match just then. He went for a pinfall, and there's still rope breaks. So yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah, there's been like a, I've noticed there's been a few nut shots, but it's been behind the referee's back. Yeah, it's been, though... it's been either a warning not to do it and then not DQing them. Rope breaks still count, but you can still grate someone's face and skin against the cage. That's good. But, but rope like... breaks still count. But it's a... Yeah, no, well, it's all about tradition in the WWE. In the WWE. Oh, damn. Well done. What a beautiful Top rope bulldog. That's a three. He ties it up. So... It's time for the Prince of Darkness time. So this is when they get the crown, right? Time to turn into a death match. Okay. So I love how let's <laughs> turn it into a death match, but there's no weapons. There's no barbed wire. There's no chains. There's no ropes. No straps. Really, when I think of a guy wearing a mask like that, he um, like a big axe needs to be lowered down. <laughs> because if you want a proper death match, oh my goodness, this is just some. Was it? He's not. He just double yeah, tied that. Yeah, he he knows he's uh he's not. This is some kinky shit right here. This is some uh, what's the name of those kinky movies with the uh, that the old women like to watch? Um, Fifty Shades of uh, Grey or something? Oh uh, yeah. I want, to, I want to show you my room. I want to oh, show you my. Just one of my books over there. Just. <laughs> oh, oh. Dad, Daddy's reading. Go away. Now, this is actually the second time that we've covered a blindfold match. Do you remember the first one that we did? Did we do the <laughs> D'Lo Brown Triple H? Yeah. Yeah, from the Raw Roulette show that we did, Raw Roulette yeah. number one. You know they can see, right? Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Right, I'll be on my view. Okay. Keep you know telling this is keeps going, keeps it. They can see right. Yes. Shut up. Don't take away the illusion. There was one of the shows that we were gonna cover, guys, which was Lockdown 07, that actually had the America's Most Wanted team of Chris Harris and James Storm face off, and that one had a blindfold match, and that one was the crowd absolutely hated that one. Yeah. Of chance of uh, this match sucks. We want wrestling, and also the hoods kept coming off during the match as well. Yeah. This is okay for the old school times it was, you know. 
this is like, oh, man, this is entertainment, but I mean, it, it's a good thing they've got someone like, uh, someone from the old school, like Dusty, uh, Dustin, sorry, who would imagine back in the day would be booked to have these type of matches, or he saw his dad to have these type of matches. Oh, my God. The referee is down. Who did it? <clears throat> Both of them. It was a combined effort. What's he doing? He's like, oh, hang on, he's wearing a shirt. That's a good way of doing it, Dustin. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> run your head up the leg, you yeah, crotch. Yeah, oh, my God. Move, move the head up. Hang on, he's wearing a shirt. I don't feel nipples. I only feel through the shirt. Did he throw a steel chair over? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what's his name? Uh, Chubbs. Scott Damore. Chubbs. I can say that because I'm a chubby guy myself, so good on you, Chubbs. If you look at everything that Dustin's wearing is shiny. His shirt, the shoes, the pants, the jacket yeah. he had, it's just all shiny. He's a shiny boy. What's he, I, should authority be out here? Is that... Oh, my God, that's so Canadian. I didn't realise on the actual flag. Oh! Bob oh. Roode accidentally smashes Scott Damore with a chair. I, I don't... That looked like it was... He's trying One, to pin him. <laughs> He's too fat to be Dustin Rose. Well, you didn't meet seven. Um, <laughs> probably Roode back in the day. Oh, oh my god, unprotected chair shot. Rudy Child wakes up, huh? Hang on, that didn't work, um, Blondie. No, well, that guy's actually, that's uh, Cassidy O'Reilly. That was helping. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, so he was with Dustin. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks like a young um, Bobby Eden. Mm. Man, look at him, jeez. Even the hair, the hair. Yeah. <clears throat> Jeez. Oh, well, looking at looking at my notes here, this was actually pretty short lived because it says here, uh, his TNA contract expired at the end of April, and he chose not to renew it, leaving TNA in the process. He then returned back as Goldust in October of that year. Listen to this, <laughs> as Jonathan Coachman. And listed him with Vader to attack Batista. <laughs> I remember that when Vader fell over. Remember? Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, Vader. Fell. Yeah, and that didn't yeah. go too long, did it? Too. Well, what was meant to happen? It was meant to yeah. be something to do with Stone Cold, wasn't it? And the coach, and Austin didn't want to do it, so then they put yeah. Batista in it, and they had a match at Taboo Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, because Austin was actually going to take the L from uh, mm. Coachman. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to yeah. say. That's it. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, on, <clears throat> what it says on Dustin's shirt right there, enough said. Oh, we got the franchise back here with Curry Man. It's a beautiful looking belt. I've always liked the exhibition title. That one there. It looks like it's falling to pieces though. <laughs> look at that! Look at the look at the look at the thing on the top, bro. I um, love the I love the belt. Let's put some glue under the. Can someone come and someone put you know put some uh, proper stitching on that, please? Anyone got any two sided tape or two sided tape? Anyone got any blue tack? <laughs> oh, you guys chew, chew some gum. <clears throat> is that uh, Alex Skipper? Yes, it is. 
from uh, WCW. He was uh, there for like a cup of coffee towards the end, wasn't he? Yeah, well, Kid Romeo and Alex became what, the final or the second last cruiserweight tag team champs. That's right. Yeah. By the Team Canada with Lance Storm, right? Yes, he was. Yep. Yeah. It's that Hacksaw Jim Duggan and uh, Tyler Buck or um, Major Guns. It's not whether if you win or lose, it's whether you're not. You, okay. Shock. <laughs> I, who's this? Oh, Sa- oh Sabian? Oh, is this uh, Sanjay? Oh, they're talking up the um, X Division here, are they? Yeah, so our next matchup is a four way escape steel cage match. So you've got to escape the cage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is right. So all four at the same time tried that up or <laughs> TNA, we make it easy for you to explain we explain it easy. Oh shit. Wow. Yeah, they go ding 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 and all four just take off, try and climb out first. It's like what you know what it's like when you're at the pool and someone takes a shit in the pool and you who's the first one out, you know, pretty much, okay. I'll explain the rules to you, okay? <clears throat> the I escape. Don't wanna, ma- <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know because uh, I, I want to go in this like completely dumb, like I've done with most of the shows. You know, it's fantastic. <clears throat> oh yeah. No, that's I'm um, thinking of our uh, last show that we TNA show we might have done Sanjay and uh, pardon me, what's his name? Oh, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. We're teaming Black, up, weren't they? Yeah, Black Machismo. Yes. Yeah. He was he was one of those guys, a mainstay. He works for WWE now as an agent. Yep. And uh, Chris Saban, a eh? classic. Such a good talent. Well, this is pre-Motor City, but he was still doing hand his pointer. stuff. Hand pointer. <laughs> Likes to point to his hand. He's still going today over there in TNA or Impact Wrestling. By himself or? Uh, He was, and then Shelly came back, and then Shelly, something happened. I don't know what it was, but right when COVID peaked, he said, I'm just not competing. Something happened personally, I think, to him, and he's he's no longer there. He's not doing anything. This is Shocker? Yep. Yep. Okay. I don't think I've seen Shocker wrestle before. Oh, I've done it. Who is he? So he's from AAA in Mexico. So ah, okay. <clears throat> this is around the time period when TNA was doing the TNA World Cup. You know, and they were bringing together, you know, different stars from across the world, Japan, England, Mexico, and the US. And they would have a series of matches where, in the end, it would be an ultimate X matchup for the deciding points, and that would be the World Cup trophy winner would receive something. Okay. And we've got a bit, in the, a bit of um, international flavour with most of these guys, right? You know, you've got one from, you know, like you said, from Mexico, American, with uh, Chris Saban. Was it Matt Bentley? Is he, he looks American as well, too. Yeah. And Sanjay Dudd, again. I don't know if you know Matt Bentley. So who does he remind you of in terms of his ring attire, hairstyle, of a certain talent that was pretty dominant in the nineties in WWE. He looks like Shannon Moore. 
Yeah, similar. But yeah. I'm talking a main main guy, WWE guy, WWF top guy. Um, I have to get to have a look at the screen. Um, well, how recent we're we talking? I'll just tell you. Yeah, go please. Shawn Michaels. I was going to say he looks like a very young yeah. Shawn Michaels. That's his oh. uncle. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. So that, I think that I think there... it's, it's it's either uncle or it's cousin. So that, that kid there is Shawn Michaels' um, uncle. That's quite no, impressive. No, no, wait. Um... He's his uncle's cousin, right? <laughs> uncle cousin. What's up, bro? Uncle cousin coming soon to CBS. He's my uncle and my cousin. So it no, says here up. he originally was known as Mike, Matt Bentley or Michael Shane was his name. Uh, he was trained by his cousin, Sean Michaels, and took the name Michael Shane, a play on his cousin's name originating from Michael's guest appearance in Pacific Blue. He also used uh, the super kick shades of his cousin, Sean Michaels. Fantastic. Cool. Jeez, that was a fantastic uh, Hula Karana move there from uh, Sanjay Dunn. And is that, the re- is that everyone's favorite referee, Slick Johnson? I mean, Slicky, yep. Yeah, Uncle Slick. Look at Shocker. I mean, oh yeah, all right, cool. So, hang on, it's so, okay. <laughs> Tag. <laughs> Why are they tagging in? Is this a tag match? <clears throat> what happened? So it's a fatal four-way, but uh-huh. not all four have to be active at the same time. Ah, okay. No, it it is, but it is elimination. Well, it's elimination. Ah, okay. <sighs> Gotcha. So you're in your best interest to not tag in, because then you could potentially get pinned. So you're better off just doing what Saban's doing and not getting a tag in. Gotcha, gotcha. But can you still climb the cage and escape? <laughs> no, you can't. Look at it. You... <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, elimination can occur via pinfall or submission yep. of two people. <clears throat> Once two people have been eliminated, the final yep. two, it becomes escape the cage. Okay, gotcha. Nah, but sure. <laughs> now, Trinity, did she do some time in WWE? It says she did, actually. It says WWE in her wiki, but I'll have a look what she did. Uh, just because I'm on here right now looking to... Um... Okay, it says she was in OVW. Yep, okay. Uh, she had a few matches against Shelly Martinez and Beth Phoenix. Yep. Oh, here we go. She was with ECW. That's why I look at her, and she looks very familiar. And she was part of the um, full-blooded Italians for a while, too. Mm. The FBI, the WWE's um, parting, uh, you know, their way of doing you know, ECW on sci-fi. And then she retired in what looks like 2012, I think it says. Yep. Fantastic. Hmm. She's I didn't even a, know that. I had I had no memory of that. Looking, she's at those done a movies. whole bunch of movies. My goodness! Just looking at her Wikipedia page, she's nearly done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, blah, blah, blah. My goodness! Any she, of them you know? Well, the but she it's mainly the stunt. Mm. Stunt. She's a stunt person. She was in the Daredevil movie back in two thousand and three. She was also in School of Rock. Um, Spider-Man 2 Okay 
Yeah. Um, War of the Worlds, Strangers with Candy, The Born The Born Ultimatum, The Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. My God, that was a terrible movie. Uh, the Sex in the City two. I don't know why you would need a stunt double <laughs> in that one. Tom, she was in Anaconda. It's nineteen ninety seven. Jennifer Lopez, Giant Snake, Reverse, uh, water Waterfall. Fountain. Yeah, waterfall. the Waterfall. Yeah, that's the only time that anyone remembers that movie. Anaconda. Anaconda. <laughs> Did they have Ice Cube in that one? Double they... check for me. Click Anaconda and tell me if Ice yeah. Cube was in that one. Let's have a look. Who was in it? Okay. Yeah, it was Ice Cube. Jennifer yeah. Lopez. Ice Cube. Uh, was it John? Vo- yeah, John Voight. John Voight. Uh, <laughs> my God. Hollywood superstar, old school superstar John Voight was in this fantastic movie. Well, they did a couple of spin-offs, I think, with some of the Anaconda movies too. Owen Wilson. I forgot that Owen Wilson was in this movie too. Mm. Oh, I got Danny Torino, of course. Fantastic. Wow. Um, <laughs> they've they've uh, got the soundtrack on the actual Wikipedia page. That you can actually listen to all the track listings of the uh, of the Anaconda themes. The <laughs> number one is called Main Title. Next, the song number two is Watching and Waiting. Number three, Night Attack. Number four, This Must Be Heaven. Number five, Down River. Number six, Seduction. Uh, number number seven, Travel to Go. Number eight, Baiting the Line. Number nine, The Beautiful. And dot dot dot, Conda. <laughs> and Conda. Yeah, 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 baby. <laughs> Number 10, The Totem Scared Ground. And number 11, Sarana's Last Stand. I was going to say, number 13, Big Fucking Snake, mate. (laughs) (laughs) White Ice Cube. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, mate. There's a giant fucking snake. We shouldn't be fucking around with this one. (laughs) Get out of the water. Get out of it, you dirty bugger. Come here. Just grab him by the neck, mate. It's getting right in there, mate. Um, in January of two, oh, I can't believe we're, we're falling down this river of the, uh, I love it, of uh, Anaconda. We should be watching this match, but now nah, I'm too busy looking at Anaconda. In January of, two, of 2020, Sony Pictures announced a, re- a reboot in the development and the co-writer, Evan Derotri, was hired to write the reboot film. Uh, <laughs> So April of two thousand, sorry, April of nineteen ninety-seven, that movie came out. My God, they did a second one back in two thousand four. I thought there was a spin-off or something of it. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, what's it called? Anaconda: The Hunt for the Black, the Song for the Blood Orchard. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Any familiar faces in this one? Another fucking person I know. Okay, but um, they they did something with Lake Placid though. I think Lake Placid, right. which was about the crocodile or something. They did a crossover they, there. Yeah, they were just saying about it here right now. That's what they wanted to do. Um, a sequel of Anaconda: Hunt for the Black Orchard was released in 2004, 
three more films followed to the direct-to-video releases Anaconda 3, Offspring, 2008, uh, Anaconda, Trails of Blood, 2009, and a Lake Placid versus Anaconda, 2015, a, Christ, a crossover film with the Lake Placid franchise. Mm. What the fuck? I hope the people <laughs> out there, our other podcasts and brothers and sisters, have done a review of this. This sounds fantastic. Actually, click on the Lake Placid versus Anaconda Wiki link. Look at, yep. check out the the DVD poster. How awesome is that poster? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Giant snake <laughs> wrapped around a crocodile, wrapped up with a lady in the bikini, getting swallowed. Yep. Oh my God! That looks terrible. I love it. I love it. Direct to DVD. <laughs> Direct to DVD. <laughs> Your boy, Robert England, is in it. Oh, yeah, Freddy. Freddy Krueger is in it. Yeah, he's the only familiar name I sort of know out of them all. That doesn't have the film trick. That doesn't have the music soundtrack, so I don't want to know. <laughs> Alan wants to download on his Spotify, guys. Oh, I'll find it out. I'll look for it. Hey, guys, listen to this. Sanjay going up. Oh, holy shit. Oh, my God. That's like a, a 6.30. He, think... so he didn't even spring. He just leapt up, just springed up easily. So this dude. Good. Very good Oh, talent. yeah. He's one of those dudes I can imagine. He just walks down the street and, you know, accidentally drops something on the on the floor. So he does a 360, 180 just to pick it up. <laughs> like Sammy Guevara in AEW, just flipping everywhere. Just for the sake of flipping. <laughs> That's what I was about to ask you, too. Um about the uh, AEW. Uh, yes. Uh, I, again, we had a... I haven't watched the most recent show uh, that would happen. Was that Double or Nothing? Oh, it's over. No, Elimination. No? Oh, that's right. It's not over yet. Was that Double or Nothing? Did that just happen about a week ago? Yeah, it happened a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, as we did last episode, guys, Alan didn't watch WrestleMania Backlash. So I recapped it for him in about five minutes, and it's, it's that fantastic. time again, guys. Okay. I'm going to do it again, but I'm going to do it this time for AEW <laughs> Double or Nothing, because Alan doesn't watch the current products. Nope. Um, so the opening match was the Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's stemming from the whole idea of Team Taz going after Adam Page. Good matchup. Uh, 12 minutes in distance. It does seem to be that I, I think Adam Page will be getting pushed up soon. It's probably back into title contention. I heard a rumour that they thought that this match between these two would be for the uh, FTW Championship, because that's the belt that Brian Cage has, that Taz gave him, you know, many, many months ago, but it just became a singles matchup. Um, good matchup, though. You know, hope to see more comes out of it. Um, probably one of my favourite matches was the second one. This was the uh, tag team match for the oh. AEW tag team titles. Of this course is, it is. Uh, it's, it's, your, it's your two favourite boys, <laughs> is it? <laughs> the Young Bucks successfully defended their tag team belts against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. He came out to like one of the biggest crowd ovations I've seen in some time. Like the crowd went nuts when Moxley and Kingston came out. Absolutely crazy. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, this is just a great camera work up here. No, it's later. Later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's done her ankle. Do a flip. 
Is she okay? I think she might have broken her foot. Yeah. Oh. Whoa, what, is she, whoa, whoa, whoa. what is she doing? What is Holy she doing? Holy crap! Jesus! Shocker completely bent back then too. Like he, <laughs> he got caught in that. Oh my God. I'm like, is she gonna? I'm like, is she gonna jump on Tracy Brooks? He's already hurt. <laughs> Could a girl just jump down? Just everyone to catch everyone. Wow, but I know. Please tell me she gets the win now. She's part of the match. One, two, three. And she becomes X Division champion. It isn't for the belt. Oh, uh, wait, what? <laughs> See, look at Shocker. Shocker got stuck there in that. Well, but she's back up though. You're not hurt. I, ha I have something to say. Super kick. Oh, Jesus. Wow, what a, wow. What a lariat. It's Stan Hansen style. Yeah, big time. Oh, holy. Yep, that door was open. That door was closed. Yep. Uh, I mean, good on them. I mean, I would imagine these girls are trained wrestlers, so they know how to take bumps, but my God. Yep, so... This is not for the title, is it? No, it's actually more around contention. Gotcha. So these are your top four contenders. Elimination puts you in the ranking. So if you're eliminated first, which was Duck, he's number four. Gotcha. Shane went out then, he's number three, and this will determine one and two. So, yeah, so going back to what we were saying about um, AEW, Double or Nothing, because mm. there's, there's, there's crowds. Yeah. Great. Okay, not just like the... Um, the enhancement telling up the front making all the noise there's actual there was actually a big crowd there wasn't it well what they've done is they're still using Daly's place to run their shows from which yes. is the home of the Jacksonville Jaguars football team that Tony Khan owns yes. what they've done is they've sectioned off the actual arena now so it's almost to me it kind of looks like a coliseum where the fans are circling around the stadium itself um, and just to see Moxley and Kingston come out and the crowd just erupt into that was like, this is what they've been waiting for, to see fans, to see these guys, and classic matchup. Um, Sorry to interrupt, Moxley's changed his song now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got Wild Thing as his theme song. Wow. Yeah, and it sounds really good. Like, you can't, with the audience cheering it, sounds mm -hmm. really good. And so the Young Bucks, uh, you know, they're... Um... I heard that, which one is it, Matt Jackson going bald or something? He actually got his hair done? Yeah, so no, it's more that he coloured his hair. Oh, so. <clears throat> he went like a blonde colour, kind of like Shocker's hair a little bit there. Okay, yep, okay. Um, good matchup, yeah, 21 minutes that one went for, which was a really good matchup. And the Bucks won, didn't they? Yeah, of course That's they won, Al. It's the, it's the Bucks, come on. Yeah, we own the company, so that means we own all the titles, right? <laughs> It's not like it's, we're different from Triple H guys. We're different from Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Just because we own, we co-own some of the company doesn't mean we're go, we're not going to get the titles because we're com we're competitive like that. Piss off! <laughs> All I'll say is if Tony Schiavone wasn't rude to them, Mel, he wouldn't have got kicked. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Dog shit. And he Sorry, was so he was he was so rude they got him twice. So yeah. Did they? Did yeah. they? I, 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 I said, that's the time now I turned off after uh, after you super kicked someone like Tony Shavani. No need for it. No. He's a nice dude. He deserves better. Uh so Shocker won that match just yes, then, guys. So yes, by falling out of the cage first, 
that means that Shocker is the number one contender for the championship. So it, you could escape. Yeah. Why didn't they do that in the first five seconds of the match? No, no. The, oh, the, you had to wait. The, the, the final two were, were escape only. The other two had to be eliminated. Pinfall. Watch this. There's oh, you can see it too. Ah. Poor bugger. Poor watch, bugger. Watch, 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 watch. See, it's the camera guy. Get out of the way, mate. <clears throat> Look at his face. Look at his face. Oh, mm. poor man. Poor, he's, he, poor man. And, like, he's not a, a tall dude, but he's quite stocky. So all that pressure falling down on your foot. Terrible. <clears throat> not good. Not good at all, man. Sad. And then there was the Casino Battle Royale match. Look at this matchup coming up, though. What? <clears throat> it's a tables match in a cage. So, yeah. <laughs> um, next matchup was the Casino Battle Royal. Uh, good matchup. Probably the main, the Joker, the good reveal was um, Leo Rush debuted in AEW. Yeah, which is good to see him there. This is disrespectful wrestling. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you heard some, some of the stuff he's going to... Very high opinionation about himself, you know. He's got his head up his own ass. Um, thinks his shit doesn't smell and I haven't got really a time for that kid. But, yeah, that's just me personally. Some of the stuff I've seen and what I've heard, with you know, he was given some opportunity and some advice from some uh, bit of the wrestlers from the old days, especially in uh, Mark Henry. And he immediately was like, uh, no, I don't need to hear that from you. Thank you. Well, supposedly about that, though, he put up a tweet, because um, you know that Mark Henry debuted on AEW? Did you see that recently? Yeah, that. yeah. Leo Rush put out a tweet saying that Henry and himself caught up backstage and had a good conversation, and they'll be making a bit of an, a small announcement in the coming days what that might mean, how it went, which is a good thing. So, cool. yeah. Um, so Jungle so Boy won he... that. Jungle Boy oh, did. Okay. Uh, eliminating Christian Cage was the final two in the matchup. Um, what I really dig though is that after he won the matchup, Christian Cage had a chance. It's like, oh, will Christian be, you know, the evil veteran and attack him post match, or will he be respectful? He picks up Jungle Boy, shook his hand, hugged him, and held his arm up in front of the audience. Like, this is your guy now. Push this they guy. Kissed. Uh, in my dream that night, they did. Um, kind of like the scene from Bruno in the steel cage at the end. So, does yeah. anyone want to see him kick some ass? <laughs> Yeah, Straight Dave was his name. So Straight yeah. Dave. Speaking of Straight <laughs> Dave, what is um, what's his name? Uh, what is Jeff Hardy doing with those? Is he is he a bat? <laughs> it's Batman. How high is he on drugs here? Alan. My God. Far out. No, I'm just noticing when you, I said straight. Uh, the straight jacket on Raven. Is he like a lunatic now? Is he? He's uh, untamed. Well, it was a gimmick that he was doing in this company because he was unstable, and that's what they were kind of doing with him. This feud's happening because Raven wanted to partner with Jeff Hardy and said, hey, we should work together. They come from a similar place. We should team up together. Jesus. And, Hardy, and Hardy's like, nah, look, I'm fine. No interest. And then he got attacked by Raven after that, setting up this matchup between the two. Gotcha. Okay. I was going to say, pull your mic up just a little bit. It's just a little bit low. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Okay, that's better. Oh, God. That's better. You're a lot louder now. Sorry, guys. Alan was just whispering, so, yeah. 
I'm not going to raise my voice because you'll be like, oh, my ears don't. Please don't. <laughs> Look Raven at all these Brown. tables. What the hell? <clears throat> What's going on? Oh, oh my God. Raven's wearing a, uh, a kilt. So, yeah. guys, are you wanting to sync up? We are at 10426. I am on the clock for Raven versus Jeff Hardy. Yes. <clears throat> I am exactly at the same spot. So Christian Cage is sort of becoming sort of the the veteran, and maybe he's going to what maybe team with Jungle Boy, or do you think Jungle Boy? So it it, it says it was for the a future AEW Championship match, and I think they've already announced when that's happening. So oh yeah, yeah it isn't okay. for a pay review. <clears throat> no, okay. Next matchup: Cody Rhodes took on Anthony Agogo. Yeah, you know. Uh, I found the whole feud really, really weird. We talked about it on our ECW show about the whole promo that Cody cut, you know, a couple of weeks before the event. And I went on a bit of a rant the other day when I saw on the last Dynamite show, they did a weigh-in, which I can't stand. I can't stand weigh-ins in a wrestling show where weight has nothing to do with the match stipulation. Mm -hmm. So why would you need to do a weigh-in? And the funny thing about that is... Big Show conducted, or what's his name, Paul White, conducted the weigh-in, and when Cody stepped on the scale, White didn't know how to adjust the scale properly, and they didn't kind of prepare to say, just say I'm 180, or just say I'm 210 or something. Mm. And there was at least 40 seconds of no audio of Big Show just trying to figure it out, and Cody's posing, going, just say, um, you know, show, just... Uh, it was really awkward. Really bad. And then the same thing when Anthony Agogo went up, same thing. And I'm like, this was 15 minutes of nothing. Why are we having this this whole weigh-in stuff? But the match itself was, was good. Um, you had Cody come out draped in American colors with a whole, you know, what, red, white, and blue coat. People thought he looked like the fella from uh, yeah, the, I heard the, the boys. Yeah, yeah Homelander. <clears throat> I, I saw the comparison. I actually saw what he was wearing and my... That is very Homelander, and I showed it to my partner. She goes, "Oh yeah, that's Homelander, all right." Well, Cody got so, the win. Yeah, definitely. It's because my friend and I owe shares in the company. That means, oh, oh, how much was how, how long did the match go for? Oh, okay, ten minutes. Okay, he hasn't got the longest match, but you know, your boys, you know, we got more shares in it because we're brothers, man. <laughs> We get the long match with nothing like Triple H and uh, Shawn Michaels, baby. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, next matchup was for the TNT Championship. We had Mero take on Lance Archer. Really good matchup. <clears throat> if you were to go back and watch any match on the card, mm-hmm. I would say watch that one and also the Britt Baker women's title one. They were very good matches. Miro, I love what they're doing with him now. They're stepping away from the whole video game funny character that he was doing mm. with uh, what, Sabian mm-hmm. and making him his own guy, this monster heel. And it's like, oh, with Lana being released, could she come across? Can we get that, you know, brute again, potentially, which is good. I don't think the feud's over. I think they'll probably still do it again. Good to have Jake Roberts there, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Next matchup, so Britt Baker uh, defeated um, Yoshida to actually become the new uh, women's champion. 17 minutes, really good matchup, really wow. good back-and-forth matchup. And I think for me, it's like Britt Baker is like the face of the female. You know, That's the main female of the brand. And to have her finally become champion was really, really good. It's funny because she was the heel, but the fans erupted in massive cheers when she won. 
which is really yeah. cool. I heard that. I saw a picture that um, Shivani put up on his Twitter of him. Uh, of he got up and actually hugged her mm. at, at the end of the match, which is kind of um, you don't really do that on pay per view. That's this is the old school in me because she's the heel, right? But the thing though, they've got a friendship that yeah, they're playing oh, yeah, on TV. That they're playing on yeah. TV though. Yeah, keep that for the social media. Don't do that on because again, she's the heel. Why is the good? What is the quote unquote? good commentator getting up and hugging mm. a heel female wrestler because she just won a title. I yeah. mean, maybe it's just, that's me, the old school to me. I just look at that and it's like, that's that's weird. This oh. matchup was the tag team matchup. This was Sting and Darby Allen took on the men of the year, which is Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page. Good matchup. Sting sold well, also gave back really well. He didn't look weathered. I think he looked better in this match than he did from his Triple H match at WrestleMania. He came out really well in the match, fought really well. Uh, Darby picks up the win. It's good, you know. I don't know how long Sting's going to keep going, but the fans loved it. They ate it up. Uh, he so, sold really well for both guys. So, so yeah. this thing with Scorpio Sky when he won the Sonic, the um, the Sonic Ring. <laughs> so admittedly, he's had. His water cut off now, is he? Is he no longer? Because you know he's taken the. Did he take the pin? Uh, I, have look, I, I think it was Ethan. I have to go back and okay. have a look. Yeah. So what, because, what's because, because Scorpio's was, was was with Daniels and Kenzerian, but he yes. slipped from them to do his own thing and go on his own singles run. Yes. But since Ethan he's... Page came across from TNA, they've worked together really well. Really good cocky heel characters. Um, I think would be good as tag team champs, but you know I don't want my boys, the Young Bucks, to lose them yet. Give it another year, keep the belts on them, and we'll see how we Let's go. Let's have another six years of you guys being champions, and then you can retire the belts. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Now, before I talk about the next match, check this out. Jeff Hardy's going up, not to the top rope, but to the top of the steel cage. And Ravens on the table. I saw the Ravens busted up pretty badly too. These guys have been the shit out of each other. Yeah, it's a good matchup. Here we go. Watch this. Please be careful. Please, for the love of God. Oh, watch this. Watch this. Here we go. Watch Raven. See ya. It just blew it up. That table exploded. Now, as per the stipulation, you need to be put through the table by your opponent. Gotcha. So because he put himself through the table, the match is not over. Because I noticed that when Raven went to put Jeff through before, he ran it into the table. Mm. So, whew, okay. Whew, uh, that was a bit scary. That, I mean, that was fantastic. Let's watch it one more time. Oh. Table good, ti- in- good timing by Raven. Yeah, big time. I'll do our co-main event. So this was Kenny Omega. Versus Pack versus Orange Cassidy. I've always been a, a, a fan of three-way dance, triple threat matches. I just love to have those concepts of three good stars wrestling. Twenty-seven minutes. Had, of had, it was. Had, had some bullshit was. with uh, you know Don Callis getting involved. Uh, Orange Cassidy definitely works in front of an audience again by having the crowd participate. Yeah. Um, Neville's a star. You know he always produces great matches. But as we happen. Kenny Omega, still champion. So, yeah. What's the three? He's got four belts now, right? Yeah, so he's got two from TNA, which is the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, 
which was yeah. the belt that they brought back. He also has the actual proper Impact Wrestling World Championship that he won by defeating Rich Swan. So he's got the two belts. Right. He then has the AAA Mega Championship. That's and right. then he has the AEW World Title. Yep. Okay. 27. Yeah. Another shareholder there, guys. Another good friend <laughs> of, of Tony Khan and uh, Mr. Kenny Omega. What? Are you saying there's no issue with Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, and the Young Bucks all winning? What happened? Piss off. <laughs> Don't look, even look at me like that and look like, what? what, what? What do you what do you mean, Al? You know, Khan's four boys certainly getting some long match times. Except, well, Cody, you know, he's going up there nearly eleven minutes, but you know, he gets to be the great American hero, take out you know the foreigner, get out of my country. I'm going to have a proud black and white son. That's all. Whatever. Blah blah blah. Of course, Kenny Omega got the friggin' win. It was beautiful, Al. Beautiful. Check it out. I don't want to check it out. Piss <laughs> off. <laughs> and then we had our Stadium Stampede 2. So this came from the feud between the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle. Yep. Um, so they had a match at the Blood and Guts a few weeks ago where uh, Jericho was shoved off the top of the cage. The next Dynamite, you had Guevara and Jericho come after them again. MJF said, okay, let's finish it. You know, at uh, double or nothing inside the stadium stampede. Yep. From what I heard, a lot of it was pre-taped beforehand. Yes. The audience that was watching it, they were watching the pre-tape. Yeah, and then yeah. Jericho, about like a day after, came out and said, "Oh yeah, this was filmed mm. over like it was like four four weeks or something." Or no, 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 just, uh, probably over a weekend. It was just nice okay. from different things. Yeah. Okay. And you can kind of tell it looked like that because they had things where majority of the match it would be like you know Hager would be facing off against Wardlow you know Sean Spears and Sammy uh you know you had you know I don't what? have a bottle of, I don't have a bottle of water on me but you know we make movies <laughs> and it would just fade up into the next thing so yeah. it's similar to what did we have god damn it um oh, the ladder match TLC match with the women and the men um for WWE last year when they oh, were the all mo- running oh the money in the bank money yeah. in the bank running around the um, Titan Towers hmm oh, oh, oh well in the That's end it true. ended up being that Sammy Guevara and Sean Spears got into the ring and they did the end of the match where Sammy got the win and then the whole inner circle came out and celebrated the win which means that if the Pinnacle won the match inner mm-hmm. circle would disband but mm-hmm. if you know, in a circle, won the match. They would just stay together and keep going. So, you know, that's how that ended up happening. That was thirty minutes. Good. It was good. Of course, it was thirty minutes. <laughs> it was a bit long than what I thought it would be. Of course, of course, it was. Yeah, Chris Jericho's part of it. So, <laughs> you know, the comical clown man from Canadia. You know, so it was now, great. Chris Jericho, <clears throat> Kenny Omega, Cody, Young Bucks, Sharon the Bubbly backstage, Tony Khan. Magic. Yeah, sounds like a bunch of fucking dweebs, actually. Sounds like sounds like ROH yet again. Don't no. be hate. Don't, no, I'm sorry. I don't really need to be sound like a hater. A couple of a couple of, a month ago, maybe a year ago, I was sucking the dick of uh, 
AEW very much, uh, um, I would say. But now, I actually heard too that um, FTR actually had a scene with um, Ortiz um, and Santana, Santana in, in a nightclub or something. Well, and, their, uh, their bit was a bar, like the bar where you would yeah. buy your drinks if you're going to a game of football, and Conan right. was there. Conan was the DJ. Yeah, Conan, Conan was there. Yeah. yeah. The FTR used to be a very menacing tag team, and now they're doing comical stuff for in the stadium. You know? What What are they doing? I also heard that Sean Spears was in a uh, in a room full of chairs. Yeah, and he was kind of like tapping the chairs to a beat, calling Sammy that he's here. So, imagine how his dick out or something, just tapping oh, his dick on the chairs because he's got to think the chairs, doesn't he? He's a chairman. He's the chairman of AEW. So does that mean he runs this thing <laughs> like Vince McMahon does? Right? Is that no. what you mean? No. So, sorry, he's just a man who's got to uh, think the chairs. <laughs> I like to stick my dick between chair. All right, let's watch the end of this match, and then I'll just finish one last comment. With double or nothing. This is the end coming up here. Alright. Oh, Jesus. We have four tables stacked. Thank goodness the referee there is keeping the... Um... It, is it true that... Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Jeff Hardy well with a leg done. drop. Sends him through all four of them. Beautiful. So it was it Jeff Hardy or was it Raven? Someone's partner was in the, ra- in the, in the crowd. They were showing a female before. You couldn't even look um, at the match. Just the brutality of the match. I don't think it was a partner. I think they're just showing. Oh, this match is so brutal. The fans are turning away. Yeah. Well done, Jeff Hardy. Good win. That was fantastic. Mm, was he? What's he? Uh, take that table. <laughs> There's someone there. He's pointing to. Look at Jesus. And it kept oh, going. Had... This feud. They kept going for another month. So. They end up okay. having a... Let me just load up my crunch, notes. Crunch, 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 They nice. ended up having a match at Hardcore or Hard Justice, which was its name, of the next Man, event. And they ended up actually having a... Where is it? A Clockwork Orange House of Fun match. So... So, the sort of like the Clockwork Orange movie. They had... Um, okay. So it was inspired by that, but it was really just a, a big hardcore matchup. But supposedly that show, Jeff Hardy didn't rock up on that show. It's a so big sh- hardcore match, mate. That's all it was. Jeff Hardy didn't rock up, and Sean Waltman took his spot and took on Raven. So did um, <laughs> was Jeff struggling? Was he? He, he just slept in. He slept in. Yeah, he <laughs> slept on. A, he probably slept on some pills. Now I. No. He probably did. Okay. Jesus Christ. What are we, the broadcast where we're trying to censor ourselves now these days, hey? Hmm? So back to the Young Bucks. And uh... let me just get the. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, this lovely milkshake. Hey, Kenny, come here. Cody, join in. Come around me, boys. Ah. Oh, AEW. AEW. This is shit. This is shit. So I didn't really miss out much, eh? No. Like, okay. all up, it was it, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. It was a pretty long show. I think it was over three hours long watching the live stream. But if, if someone were to recommend what should I go back and watch from the card, I would definitely mm. say the the Britt Baker matchup 
but also the three-way AEW title was really good. I really enjoyed that triple threat. But yeah, good show overall. But you know, you can miss it if you want to. So I, I think I'll, I think I'll be right. Cheers. Yeah. So tune in next episode, guys, where I'll be recapping possibly Hell in the Cell for Ellen as well. So give yeah. it a go. That would be fantastic if you can do that for me. <laughs> Now this so, one, I, I think we should definitely sit back and watch this one. This is a really good matchup uh, for the NWA sorry. tag titles. Sorry, just one more time. Mark Henry is now part of the WWE, right? AEW. No, AEW now, sorry. And he is now commentator? He will be the commentator for AEW Rampage coming out in a couple of months. Can they please, please have Mark Henry and Paul White, the big show, no other commentators, just <laughs> two big dudes sitting to you know watching the match. They don't know the name of the moves. They can't call a spot. They're just just listening to those two dudes for maybe an hour. Just, just what's that move, man? I don't know. Okay, man, looks and just just hearing these two dudes talk would be fantastic. They're actually showing the guys clean up the ring. Yeah, they're actually sweeping out pieces of broken table and they're I. trying to reinforce the door. This is one of the yeah. Harris brothers. Cool. Okay, easy up now. Do you want to see my tattoo? Oh, so I can kill the um, double or nothing wiki page now. Thank goodness. I felt like I was going to catch something. Uh, How dare you? How dare you, Al? Get behind them. Support them. I did. Then I realized what the hell they were all about. This is a different type of wrestling. We are different from the WWE. Join the revolution. Join the revolution. I need my brother. Fuck you, Cody. Get off the grass. Alan. Nah, man. I'm sorry. Just like every other wrestling company. Tony Khan, he is doing everything he can to make a new Monday wrestling. Look. And my friends, the Bucks and Kelly Omega and Chris Jericho, we are changing. No. I take it you uh, you don't like it. <laughs> it's just like every wrestling damn company, man. It's, it's just, uh, it's all about tradition. Bullshit. Hmm. As long as you're like, loving and lacing your, uh, your, your wallets with the money that you guys are making so okay who have we got we got America's Most Wanted versus Team Canada with Eric Young and Petey Williams yeah so this is a six sides of steel strap match I was excited because I thought they would each have a strap each you know the old that like that concept I talked to you about each person I having love one. it I but, love but the concept the- of man strapping man all they have is a belt each it's just simply a strap match not an actual wrist-to-wrist strap match. Ah, like the link? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of link sausages. (laughs) And this isn't a flag match. They're just showing the flag, but this is not a flag match, though. My next question was that. Hang on. Did they get the flag? (laughs) Capture the flag. So it's a capture the flag um, strap match for the the championship. Sorry, for the tag. Oh, okay. Jeez, okay. So the Americans are the only ones who get the straps, the Canadians don't. 
No, they just grabbed him first. They just grabbed him. They just grabbed him first. Where were they? In the middle of the ring. Rudy, throw him up. Why? Because you're American. Give me the strap. (laughs) Ah. That would hurt the leg. That would hurt your ankle. But, you know, let's do it again. The boots on. His testicles. Oh, no. They're being stretched. See, when I think of, like, Team Canada as a tag team, most of their tag team time was Bobby Roode and Eric Young. They were the main guys that were the tag team. I think they were the tag team champs at one point. But Petey Worms was more of the singles guy. He was the X Division guy of the group. And then A1 was kind of like the heavyweight, the big dude that would be in singles matches. It was at Petey Worms here. This is before he went to um, Scott Steiner's um, wrestling. Oh, my God. Wow. Went to the wrestling school of Scott Steiner and learned how to get strong. Buff. Yeah. Jacked up. Jacked up, boy. I think he came back either this year or late last year as well for TNA and did some stuff there for a little bit. Fantastic. And I think we've covered a little bit of these guys. I think we covered the America's Most Wanted versus uh, AJ and Christopher Daniels tag match from mm-hmm. Slammiversary, but I think you were drunk then, so I don't know if you remember that one. Didn't happen. Didn't really happen. I've got no memory of that, so it probably didn't happen. All right, let's move on. That yeah. was the episode you wanted to do Cody and Kenny and Ring of Honor stuff, so... Doesn't sound like something I would, I would say. Sounds like a lie. I should insert the audio at the end, guys, <laughs> so you could hear Alan say it, that he wanted to do it. You do that, and I'll leave the freaking show again. Okay, <laughs> just a warning. You do that again, and I'll leave. I'll also feature the hiccups as well. So, all right, I quit. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, good luck doing the rest of the hour by yourself. Piece of shit. Oh, Al. Oh, Al. I love oh, you. I love you. You drunk dickhead. Yeah. And another thing in wrestling. We've got a big coat on. Who does? <laughs> that was Cody. Cody wearing the coat. Oh, the guy on the show watching now. Who has the coat on now? No, no one's got the coat. It looks hot in there. Who's wearing the coat? What are you doing, Eric? Yeah, take that cage. It's more that he's yelling at the fans, like yelling, I'll smack your fans. I'll smack your fans. Yeah. Lucky you're here, Tom. That's all right. I'll smack your fans. I'll smack the fans. <laughs> Soap smacker too hard. We're gonna have to buy a new one. Oh. And Eric Young is going pretty strong actually in Impact Wrestling now. He's got his own faction. Uh, he's got he's... a four-man team, including Rhino, that's in his team. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, the good. Uh... Yeah, the good thing in WWE until they effed it up as per usual. Sanity. Mm. I think the thing that, like, that I feel about him is that he has a very different voice that, like, to other people you see cut promos, and it's like he looks looks the part, but when he starts talking, it's like a very high pitched voice, and you're like, ah, just doesn't suit the way you look. Kind of like Lashley, like Lashley can sell really well, but when he cuts a promo, this is old Lashley. I'm talking like oh five oh six Lashley. You're a bastard. Um, yeah, it just didn't suit him to speak. So now, now yeah. he's like, now he's scary looking. 
what happened on Raw that Lashley and um, MVP have got hose with them now? Did they bring the hose yeah, back? It's just more that he, he, he's just got different women that are there. It's like, oh, yes, get the champagne, get the glasses, get the women here. I'm, I'm living the champion's lifestyle. Kind of like Ric Flair. Oh, nice. Nice. Mm. What the? What, Betty <laughs> what the? He tried counting the four for his own partner. My bottle of water! My bottle of water! Is there no referee out the front like stopping? No, there's only three referee, two referees tonight. And uh, bloody what's his name? Uh, Slick Johnson's on you doing one match, and he'll come up for the main event. Jesus. So Chris Harris has hasn't even entered the match properly yet. Every time he's tried to get in the cage, they knock him down. So it's just been two on one for the past what nine minutes, I think. Okay. What's the ref telling him? Just like, this is a tag... T- well, it's tornado tag rules. He's like, he's telling okay. him not, not to hit him too hard or something. <laughs> oh, easy now. What's he doing with old glory? Is he going to... Oh, oh, goodness. Oh, he's going to choke him with it. Look at A1 just jumping around at the front there. What's A1 mean? What does it, yeah, what what does it mean? mean? Yeah, what's it? What's an actual? Is he a um? You know, A is the first letter of the alphabet. One is the first number <laughs> of the of the numbers. You know, is easy. Is there a particular name? Because I'm looking at him, and there's yeah. You go to his Wikipedia, and there's just um, Eric Young and Petey Williams with A one. You're like, oh. And you can't just click on them because you go, you sit there and you go. Uh, so his name is Alexander, uh, Alistair Charles Ralphs is his name, uh, known as A1, as in the letter A and number one, or known as A-1, uh, as in the writing of the word one. I didn't even yeah. mean that. That's, um... Shit. Okay, good. Oh, he's coming uh, into okay. the case. So, he was, no, so he, he was an close associate of uh, Scott Delmore. Because Damore had his own promotion called Border City Wrestling, based in Canada, and that's where a lot of guys wrestled before coming to TNA. Okay. So it says here that he wrestled quite a lot over there. It was also in WWE. It says here he, in November 2004, on an episode of Velocity, uh, A1 and Rory, Rory McAllister uh, took on Luther Reigns and Mark Jindrak. Oh, Team Angle. He also had a one-on-one match on Sunday Night Heat against Viscera. Poor bugger. I need to step up for a moment. I shall return. No worries. All right, guys. Alan stepped away for just a second, then he'll come back and he'll probably rip on AEW a little bit more. But, you know, as I said, he's this fella, he doesn't watch it as much, guys. So I'm like he's you know, conduit to explaining what's going on in the current products. And, yeah, he's definitely in his old school stuff. But, you know, maybe we can cover some of that. We've got some few shows planned for, you know, the remainder of the year. But, yeah, want to use this time, though, to actually give a shout-out to a few of our sponsors and affiliates. Uh, the first is uh, Rogue Energy. So if you go to rogueenergy.com and use our promo code uh, 2702, 
you'll get ten percent off their really good uh, focus supplements. Um, Alan actually uses them quite a lot for a lot of things that he does in his life. So check out RogueEnergy.com and use the promo code twenty seven oh two. Also Luxie.com. So Luxie focuses on uh, developing grips that you can use on your PlayStation your Switch and your Xbox controllers. And if you use your promo code BRO247, you get 15% off at checkout. Uh, next is triumphchairs.com. Use the promo code, uh, code BRO247 to get 10% off. Uh, Triumph Chairs focuses on uh, specializing in comfort and performance for gaming chairs. Also is clinchgaming.com. Use your promo code BRO247 to get some great discounts there on professional gaming controls, again, for your PlayStation and your Xbox. Uh, I check them out every day on Twitter, guys. They've got some great customized controls also for your PlayStation 5. And today, using your code BRO247 gets yourself 5% off. And I'll also give a shout-out to some of our other affiliates as we get towards the end of the show. And it looks like Alan is about to step back in. Chris Harris has entered into the cage. And now we have America's Most Wanted having a chance to come back. Top rope clothesline. Great work there by Chris Harris taking down both Young and uh, Petey Williams. You're back, Al. I think your mic's still off there, too. Yeah, I'm well aware of that. I'm just adjusting so I don't mess up the uh, recording. You're like, Al, this particular moment, you, you touched it, the microphone too much. Is that, what I, is that what I do, is it? You bitch a lot. You do, yeah. How did you go? Sorry. How did you go? How did I go where? Well, you went. You took. You, you don't away. need to. You don't need to know. Okay. Men need to check in and find that stuff out about each other. Al. You don't want to know. You you don't need to check. So just let's just move on. Okay. Just asking. I'm, I'm not telling you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not telling you what I did. Okay. You don't need to know. Oh, heart attack. Oh, very nice. Shades of the uh, Heart Foundation right there. Look at that bloody ring. Look at all... I'm thinking that's James Storm's blood, bit of Raven's blood. Yeah, this is the... There hasn't been any other matches there. It's been sort of the... Uh, anybody was busted open, I think. They, I think... Wasn't uh, Robbie Rude? Uh, Bobby Rude, sorry, uh, busted up before too? I think he got busted. Dustin mm-hmm. didn't. No one in the uh, escape match did. Which is interesting for Dustin because he loves the blade. You know, he he's a knows how to take a a blade shot. He does. And just for you guys syncing up, I am at one thirty five thirty five on mine. So we're at the halfway point of this show, guys. Yeah, we still got quite a while to go, but that's okay. I hope everyone's enjoying because you know we are. We're in lockdown, guys. Not TNA lockdown, bloody Melbourne lockdown. Here's a question. Like, when do you think the idea of this COVID normal, like, what are we looking like? 2022, 2023? Mate, this is probably going to go to, like, 2060. We've got another. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry, but I think, you know, type of viruses like this is going to be on for a very long time. As long as people are sort of... um, getting vaccinated mm. and getting the actual I just learned today that they actually that I'm entitled to get the both the shots because I again I work with uh, 
people with uh, disabilities. Mm. So I'm definitely going to be doing that myself. Um, but <clears throat> as long as we try to do the safe thing, you know, washing hands, wearing mask, um, social distancing, when sick and stuff like that. Oh, is he going to do the? Oh, he did. Oh, oh my god, that was beautiful. Well done. Yeah, but to be honest with you, dude, um, I could see another maybe 40 years, maybe even more. <laughs> We're going to have this a long time. Our, uh, sadly, I think our, maybe our, even our grandkids will maybe even know about this. It might be in their, in their calendar year when, when they become parentals or something like that. Oh, my God. But it shows you the strength though, like of the variants that are coming out. Like, there's always going to be variants then, like offshoots. So, like, yes, you're getting a vaccine, but you're getting the vaccine for that thing, not mm-hmm. the variant. So then there'll have to be another another vaccine made and another one made. And so it could be, you know, because I'm not entitled to it yet. I know mm-hmm. that our parents would be, you know, they would be able to have the they're, first one done. They've already had it. Have they? Oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. They've had. Uh... And my partner's parents also have as well too, so mm. they certainly have. Um, yeah, they both had the first vaccine. So, and it's interesting because I remember talking to our father about it, and I said, "Dad, how did you go with it?" And he goes, "Oh, knocked me up for a bit. Mm. Didn't really eat that much for a day, and then I went day. I stayed in bed and." You know, our dad, our dad's like mm. freaking Ron Simmons, you know, he, even the cold won't even take him down. To actually hear something like mm. this, like the vaccine was like, it made him lethargic, it made him tired, it made him, oh, they got powder, they got some cocaine, get the party started early, <laughs> do some heavy sniffing, who's got a uh, rolled up 50, 50 note. Oh, this punted. That's like uh, Cornette and uh, no, I love this. I love this spot. Watch this. Petey Williams is blind. Watch this. Low <gasps> blows Eric Young. Doesn't know. Watch this. Look how Eric Young sells the Canadian Destroyer. Love oh, no. it. No, A one is losing his shit out there. Yeah. The referee's like, "What are you doing?" Oh, love it. He's dead. Well done. Such a Petey good move. Such a good move, though. Oh, this is a move called the death sentence. Yeah, the death sentence. Oh, oh. beautiful! And Count rolls it. him up one, two. And so we got new tag team champions. No, retain, retain. Okay, we got new tag team champions. Shut up! <laughs> Shut the f up. We got new WWE tag champs. Go hustle. <laughs> European tag champs. IC championships. So European yeah. tag champs. Hey, you know, we should talk about um, a, a certain video that you um, that you found. Ah, uh, yeah. The other day, <laughs> um, I haven't laughed at a video in such a long time. I had literally tears coming down my face um, while watching this particular video. I don't know if you want to share it on our socials. Maybe you just want to keep that private, but um, maybe you want to tell some people about it. Well, I recently found. Alan and I, back in like 2000, like 2000s, would used to film wrestling promos. We had our own little indie company that we used to wrestle around the house with our younger brother, do our own stuff. Mm-hmm. And I found an old, it was a VHS that was put digitally by, by our uncle onto like a family album. And I found this clip 
of me cutting a promo with a really strong American accent for some reason. Oh, man. <laughs> for years, you have told me what to do. It was just like, I, I think it was, it was 2000, I think it was, and then it was during that time where we were watching wrestling very heavily. There was in our life quite a lot. And, uh, you know, we would watch the Raw and the SmackDown. We would get the pay-per-views. We'd get the boys to come over to our place to watch it. So, and for you to have, for years, you've told me what to do and what to say, but now that's over. <laughs> um, and you've got an Intercontinental Championship belt of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I think it's, it's just early days of us of being part of the broadcast yeah. because in the background, when you're doing this promo, I'm laughing about it now, I'm trying to keep a straight face. <laughs> we goes, <laughs> shit I'm losing it okay when you go um, it is over and then you hear me go <laughs> in the other room what are you doing and, you go, and you really go nothing and then you just, you just yell at me and you're just talking this thing the best thing about it also too is our youngest brother Nathan yeah. is in the background of you just you set the camcorder up there and it's over. Not again. He is actually playing, I think it's SmackDown versus Raw. It was it, those I, think, games. I think it was just brilliant. I think he was uh, playing on SmackDown, yeah. And he's like, and you can, my uh, youngest brother's voice is just, just early puberty stage, yeah. I think it was. And he's like, I'm going to go with uh, The Rock and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and just like, my God, Nathan. And <laughs> so hearing you go, nothing. And you continue the on about, you know, I'm going to be the champ, the greatest international champion of all time. There's the longest fucking <laughs> pause. And uh, I'm watching this. And then you just, <laughs> you're standing with the championship belt. Like you're doing like a pose thing. And then something comes and hits you in the elbow. And you fall like a ton of shit. You're like, oh, <laughs> your whole body jolts. Oh, well, I might put in. the video up, guys, because it's right. Alan walks in behind me and picks up a VHS tape. <laughs> that's it, and, that's and, it. And, and throws it, and it hits me right on the point of my elbow, like, <laughs> just causing this shock to my body, and I just drop down. <laughs> and Alan, Alan then says, idiot, has, yeah. a skull, has, idiot. has a skull of his water, and then walks away. Tell the people what you were wearing, though, Al. I believe I was wearing a a college shirt, but underneath the college shirt, uh, on top of the college shirt, was a. Um, I think our dad had a few of these. It was a turtleneck. <laughs> I haven't wore a turtleneck in nearly twenty years. It was a white get... skivvy turtleneck with a white jumper, and I'm like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" Uh, and I remember because I re- I used to wear that thing quite mm. a lot. We would go out with the boys, and you know, we go over to a mate's place, and we start getting on the piss. So. I would rock up, you know. He's got this nice shirt on, turtleneck. <laughs> Going to get lucky tonight. It didn't fucking work. But, you know, wear this goddamn thing. And um, you didn't get back up and then do, like, the Triple H scream, like, and it ends. <laughs> but for some reason, that the actual tape rewinds itself back I to when that. I got hit. So when we oh. must have made the clip, we must go, oh, yes, rewind it back. To that I, particular I, moment. I have found so many other things, though, Al. There's so many other things. Jesus. I found them yesterday, and I'm like, I'm like, this is broadcast 2002. 
that yes. we were doing back then. I'm like, well, just the banter. I'm like, we've even said things in those tapes that we've said on the show. But I don't, rem- I don't remember saying that back then. And even hearing myself, I think I was about 14 or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah it's weird. It's a weird time. By looking at it, both of us in those in that one particular clip, it, it shows that um, time has been interesting to us. Mm-hmm. Um, again, <laughs> both clean-shaven boys here. Yeah. No, no facial fuzz whatsoever. I think if we did, we quickly shaved it off. Mm. And the hair is different. The bodies are different as well mm. too. I looked at my, I looked at myself in the little in the side photo. I'm like, oh man, I was, uh, well, I was chubby. Then I was not chubby. Mm. Yeah, I think you used to do, come... used to do the, the real slick back hair. You used to slick it right back. I really had a real Guido style slicked hair style yeah. Italia, Italiano, real brill cream in the hair. Like take a handful <laughs> of that shit, just slick, <laughs> slick it in my hair. Uh, Someone come up behind. Oh, I love your hair. Ew, what the fuck's that? They're like, sorry. <laughs> and see, How are I... you? When I look at it now, I look like my son, I reckon. Like, I reckon Jack looks like me with the high hair. Yep. Like, I haven't had high hair in years now because it's all long, but mm. his hair now is my hair there, the long face, because I had no facial hair then. Because mm. I shaved all the time. I just, I don't know why I never so, tried to grow it, but... Well, the, well, well it's, I think it's because we, at that time, we were quite young. Mm. And if we tried to grow it out, it's like, ah, uh, what's with the, what's with the bum fluff? Which, uh, which is a horrible thing to say down here in Australia when you say bum fluff. <laughs> and maybe you go across the world and go, what's that mean? What's bum fluff? You know, is that something that a bum has and it's with, and it's fluffy? I immediately think bum, it's like, it's hair, you know, the hair that grows on your ass <laughs> is the same on your lip. Um, I think that's what it's meant to mean. But, um, yeah, just purely that video yeah. alone, I was in tears watching it and it was just nostalgia going back and this is ridiculous bro. I, I found this other video do you remember when Nathan had his birthday party and we made a wrestling party for him yes yeah I found that tape too Jesus and and the funniest thing there's a scene because it's filmed on our tripod camera yes and you, go, you get so angry because people weren't following the rules of the match and you just oh. think you go for god's sake Nathan he needs to take them in like we'll try to and I'm like I'm in the back going just head back and forth. It's all right, Al. It's just a match, mate. But you're like, no, okay. Like, you're like a promoter putting the event together. People weren't getting pinned when they went to. It was also becoming nightfall, and we had no lights outside. So you're trying to rush the match to capture it on camera. And then at one point, our sister goes, Tom, it's saying end tape. It's saying end tape. And I go, what? And then it just stops. There's no ending. I think the cassette just died itself. But to see us trying to put, put together wrestling match <laughs> in 2000s. Yeah. Far out. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. But there's probably more out there. He's got at least like 50 tapes on there. So I'm going to go back through it and try and find some little things that we can even put on this show, guys, as, you know, pre-broadcast TBK moments that we can put up of a little some funny audio. So you can hear some of our uh, squeaky voices at the time too. <laughs> Alright, so we got uh, Alex Skipper takes on Christopher Daniels in the six-side steel cage match for the X-Division champion. Champion X-Division. What did I say? Champion. Don't correct me, alright? <laughs> Fuck off. I won the champion. <laughs> got you. 
Why are you saying like that? I got I the know. champion. I got the champion. Well, what they were teasing and showing in the rivalry is that these guys used to be teammates. Um, yes. If you were watching the 2003-04 time period, there was a team called Triple X, and Triple X was Loki, Daniels, and Alex Skipper. Very dominant X Division team. Uh, they also had a matchup, I believe it was... Ooh, I'm memory now. I think it was Turning Point 2004, mm-hmm. where it was Daniels and Skipper took on America's Most Wanted where the losing team must disband. And in that one, AMW won the matchup and actually split up the Triple X team. So they went and did their own thing. More recently, there was a fatal four-way X Division Ultimate X match for the belt, and the match had both of these guys in it. Daniels teased, hey, let's reunify. Let's work together in that matchup to kind of, you know, see how we go. But then Daniels turned heel in the match and said, I don't want to partner with you. Daniels went on to actually become champion, Skipper won a number one contenders matchup, and now we get them one on one for the championship here at Lockdown. Excellent. Is Skipper still going today? Uh, I don't think so. I can have a look. I don't think he is. Um. Oh, um. <clears throat> did, did Christopher Daniels make an appearance at um? Uh, was it double or nothing? No, no. no. I think he's taking time off because of the end of the cut that he got. Big busted up eye he got in that tag. Yeah, match. that that look. I just love my boys when they take out, you know, their fellow competition like that. It's good shit. So it says here he really didn't do much after his TNA tenure. It's saying, okay, which was two thousand and eight. So he left fully cool. in two thousand and eight. What's he? It's a good matchup because they're trying to say that yeah. these guys, they know each other so well. They're trying to say, yeah. back and forth, yeah. And is it Daniels is the heel? Yep. Yep. Well, I think this was this was the year that I think he eventually either was going about to turn face because I think from memory, Samoa Joe's on his way. I think Samoa Joe debuted at Slammiversary which was their version. It's like the WrestleMania that they had at this time period. We've covered one of them. Um, but I think it was 2005. Let me have a look at the card. Uh, let's have a look. Yeah, so Samoa Joe debuted at that event, defeating Sanjay Dutt. And yeah. I remember the big feud towards the end of the year was was Daniels versus Samoa Joe. And mm-hmm. in that matchup, there used to be like an unofficial code that they had in the X Division that you respect your opponent. The match is yeah. over, you leave the ring. Where Joe was very different. I don't respect that. I don't care. Yep. And in, in, in the rivalry with Daniels, he beats him, goes and gets a steel chair, and muscle busts him on the chair to kind of take Daniels out. Bloody hell. And that eventually led to the thing where they had, it's called the Super X Cup, which was like an X Division King of the Ring tournament. You know, eight people in it. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe became the final two. Joe wins that, gets a title shot, and then took on Daniels. But this year also featured one of my favorite matches of all time, which was the Unbreakable card, which was September. Daniels, Styles, Joe, X Division Championship. And that was the the main event for that show too. Yeah. The exhibition championship was on on the line in the main event. It was the Not first the time, title. first time at exhibition main event, and that match got five stars by Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Nice. Mm. 
classic matchup. A fallen angel chant we got here from the crowd. And look at that blood. Yeah, look at that. That's every single man in this in this ring is bald. They do not have the hair on the head. <laughs> Alan or just sh- trying to find something. Or <laughs> <laughs> or shiny dorms on top of their heads. Uh, Al, this fantastic wrestling going on here. They don't have hair on their head. Thanks, Al. Al wasn't did, the same after the accident. Did you say that they got no hair? Yeah, do you see what happened there, mate? Yeah, Alan wasn't right after he had the accident when it fell on his head. He just yeah. We continued to do the the podcast, but um, yeah, Tom did most of the talking and Alan stayed the obvious. That I'm guy's got bloody. With Slicky, he's in wearing his shorts tonight. Yeah, we saw that before. You didn't notice, did you? Didn't he? Didn't it? Well, sorry, it was WCW when he wore the shorts, but in TNA, I think he grew pants. They finally grew. No, well, he, no, he he did shorts though at times. Oh, did he? It's my wallpaper on my phone. Bullshit. I'll show you, mate. Scrap <laughs> for a podcast. Let's show you. Show you yeah. It's not, but I'll just, yeah. yeah. For years. <laughs> I think what I say, it's... Uh, what was I talking about? Being an international champion and, and uh, the greatest intercontinental international champion of all time. <laughs> but who, throw, who throws a freaking VHS tape at someone? <laughs> this guy. Because <laughs> I asked what you're doing. And you really shut me down going, nothing. Uh, but you thought, you know, you're doing something downstairs. You thought, you know what, I'm going to go fuck Tom up there. I'm going to walk up with my bottle of water, grab a VHS tape, smash him in the elbow, stand there, scull my water, look at him, idiot, and then walk <laughs> away. The icing on the cake of that video enough is once the tape hits you in the arm, it lands near Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Nathan then picks it up and then throws it on you. Steps up and steps over you. Yeah. And walks downstairs with me. He pauses the game, whatever he's doing. Steps up and walks over you. I love it. It's fantastic. I love how when the tape goes past, he just kind of leans back a bit and then goes, "What the?" Then he just sits straight up. <laughs> back to what I was doing. Back to the game. Yeah, pretty much, you know. He just yeah, he had a lot of respect to her back then. You did. Yeah, some good times, guys. We actually filmed a lot of our old matches, too. That our, We used to get our sister to hold the camera. Poor thing. <laughs> I think there's even a... There's even a tape of me, dro- <laughs> me dropping the camera. Because <laughs> uh. <laughs> it wasn't our camera, it was our parents. And I think oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I dropped it and go, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> Turn the camera to my own face and I'm looking at it as I'm adjusting it. Work. Work. <laughs> the fear in my eyes. <laughs> oh no, I'm in trouble. And then suddenly oh. turning it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We Good took times. it everywhere, that camera. We used to take that camera everywhere. Like we used yeah. to take it with our mates, we used to film our drink ups, all that stuff. Yes, there is that horrible footage. I don't think that's, it. it's not air anymore of you getting very intoxicated and something very horrible happening to you. Huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you don't remember. What do you so mean? Good. 
What? Bloody talk to me. What do you mean? Oh, look, Daniels is taking it right out. He's a good... I've always liked Daniels. Same. Like, most of my probably Daniels time is more in this brand, like in TNA. He did some stuff in ROH, but I probably knew him more this time. You know, his partnership with AJ Styles, his matches against AJ Styles, and Kanzeri and, and Daniels, I think, were called Bad Influence in uh, TNA before they went to AEW together with uh, SCU. Oh. I think we discussed last show. When was the last time that you actually saw Daniels, or the first time you saw him? Uh, I think we talked about maybe uh, when I actually saw him wrestle down here for the Tommy Dreamer uh, Hardcore Sling. Um, House of Hardcore. He and um, Black Machismo uh, took each other on for the ROH title, which was great. What the? <laughs> yeah, that looks like a bit of fun. <laughs> Is that how you do your unlocks, or? I've never wrestled a day in my life. I'm not wrestling today when I start doing. Uh... <laughs> Dallin, come here for a second. I just want to do an arm lock to you. Just that uh, Daniels used to do it and to skiver. So. Uh, why is you let me do? Who's Daniels? Who? Give <laughs> me those boys who like to play wrestling. Yes, dear. Yes, the last time I think I've seen um, Christopher Daniels was the uh, House of Power call. I'm just going to turn my screen off. We have we're having yep, a bit no of scratchy problems. scratchy internet issues, guys. I don't know what's going on tonight. So is that better now? Yeah, you're just talking like you're slurry, but I don't know if that's are oh. you drinking? How <laughs> about <laughs> you shut the hell up? I am not drinking. I don't drink on the show anymore. Probably your shitty-ass internet over there. Yes, I was going to say yes, really. That's all I can say. Yeah. I, I'm Tom. I have shitty-ass internet. <laughs> Come to my house and try and do a companion and lose your internet halfway through the main event. So, yeah. TNA. TNA. So jacked up he is. Look, I'm just looking at how fit Skipper looks. Oh, yeah, big time. He was a skinny little dude in, um, uh, oh my goodness, look at that. Mm. Yeah, oh. when, he was in w... when he was in WCW, mm. he was, when he first started off, and he was, you know, prime time. What's he doing here? Oof. Look at that. Look that at was fantastic. Height. That was fantastic. And I think we've talked about offline too that he did the uh, the walk on the cage when he did the Hurricane Runner to one of the members of um, AMW in that Turning Point tag match. That was uh, that was him, wasn't it? Yeah. Nutter, absolute nutter. Always. When you get that gyration going on, and it really takes it out on your oh, Sambu slam. Oh, I love this move. Best <laughs> move sold ever. Ooh, just. 
So I was looking at here, like I'm trying to figure out who did Skipper actually beat to become cruiserweight champion, and it says here that it was given to him by Lance Storm. Yeah, because Lance Storm uh, was the current champion he was when he was part of Team Canada, yeah. where he, um, I think he did he change that championship to the the SHIT. Yeah, so he had so he had the United States Championship, the Hardcore Championship, and the Cruiserweight title. So the SHIT was the Hardcore belt. Yes. The the United States became the Canadian heavyweight. Yes. And the Cruiserweight became the 101 kilos and under title. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the proper way of saying, you know, weight-wise, especially around here in the world, well, there's, you know, if you follow oh, my God, what is he doing here? Oh, Daniels, could I? He got <laughs> down. Oh, my God in heaven. Jesus Holy Christ. Sh- yep. I thought, um, what's his face? Uh, Slick Johnson was going to take the bump there, but he, he got knocked down, but he got back up. Mm. Wow. That was brutal. That was cool. Oof. Very cool. I was just looking at it too. Like, I'm trying to think, did he actually come across? And it says he, he actually made his his debut in the Invasion storyline as a member of the Alliance. I actually don't remember that. He probably came over, you know, probably that one episode of Raw mm. and then said, no, this is, this is not the place for me. Yeah, it and says then... here that he uh, was a part of Heartland Wrestling Association. And then actually went over to all Japan, where he became a masked wrestler known as Extreme Blade. Also, Dark Guerrera was his two names he had. Oh my goodness, what's he going to do here? Oh, well, look out. Oh! Love it. Angel's Wings, man. Angel's Wings, that's it. One, two, three. GG. Great matchup. Look at that. Well done. That was cool. Good match. And I don't think Skipper would ever actually go on to win the belt. I think this was kind of the end of the feud. I'll just look at what happened the following month. Okay. Oh, that's right. He took on Jeez. Shocker for the belt. Yeah. Oh, so Shocker would go on and win the exhibition title, will he? Wouldn't win the belt, but took on Daniels. Okay, right. So the the belt's just being held together there, but I wasn't going to say anything. But yep, the uh, the strap there is uh, holding on for dear life. <laughs> it's the American dream, baby. In this business. Makes you think like how much he lost his weight before he passed away. Like when he was over there in NXT, like he was so skinny towards those final months. He was, eh? Definitely. Because mm. he would say that, you know, my body might be a bit bigger, my belly might be a bit bigger, my hiney might be a bit yeah, from everybody else, but I am still, I am one of the people who. So do you know who the outlaw was, El? That's uh, Kip, wasn't it? Yeah, cute Kip. Cutie Kip. <laughs> yep. 
I love how he ended that was like, Trixie, Trinity, get your ass back in here. Dustin needs his feet rubbed. Do it now, baby. And you've been checking out My World podcast? Uh, I, w- I listened to the first episode, which went for like nearly, I felt like, six days. Because <laughs> it, it, it goes for such a long time, it does. But um, I, uh, no, what about you? I haven't listened to episode two yet. I've got them downloaded, but I need to, uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to them. Um, I think the one I'm probably really keen to check out was the WWA one that he did about World Wrestling All-Stars. Yes. Which is something I've... that we've talked about, and it would be good to probably check that one out. Hell, man, we were watching it live mm. all those years ago. And uh, that was interesting. Is that, uh, that's Kevin Nash trying to get to Jarrett. Well, the big main feud really going into this event was really built on DDP and Jeff Jarrett. So they faced Oof. off the previous month for the championship. Kevin Nash's debuted, Six Park's there. I think Billy Gunn debuted by attacking Kevin Nash uh, during Jarrett's title match against him. Jesus. And if you look at, um, what is it, DDP's attire, it's the stalker attire. Yes, he's not smiling. Because uh, this is long, long, no more uh, silly invasion stuff going on here, is there? No. And you got alpha male Monty Brown there as well. All right, so... Okay, just looking at the... So Team Nash has BG James. Okay, so that's... Um, is that Road Dog? Yes. So you got Road Dog, Dallas Page, and X-Park versus Jarrett, Monty, and Cutie Kip, Billy yep. Gunn. Yep. Wow, okay. It clearly shows that WWE wasn't calling, uh, picking up the phone for these guys here. Um, clearly it's great to see that Sean Mortman got dressed for the event and yeah <laughs> he's got his jeans on um, got the bin he's got his, his trash can as Tom likes to call it a bin and one of the most sparkliest shirts I've ever seen that's some sparkles right there man big time <laughs> do you think there's a bin lid in there Oh, bloody hope so, mate. Oh, who's that? Uh, I have no idea who that is. She's the court lady. Lady with the coat. <laughs> Hall of Famer here. Yeah. What, two-time Hall of Famer, both with DX and the NWO. I was about to say, uh, the only person uh, in this match is uh, Hall of Famer is Monty Brown. Oh, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. My world, my world. What's your take on the old fraud brawl and uh, that type of match concept? Interesting. Interesting. Um, 
Do you like the idea of like the interval system, or would you rather just have everyone to go at the same time? No, I like the war games type of style where they all come in and you know you have to wait. Um, except if oh here we go, they're starting it now. Is haven't even got the championship off. Oh, and he's the champion here, is he? Yeah, not for the belt. This is in, this yeah. is not for the championship. It's just yeah, no. three on three, six man style. No championship on the line. These guys here has some uh, the one two three kid here in Double J back in the day in WWE. Yeah, we covered one of their matchups too from SummerSlam, SummerSlam '98. That's right. They uh, poor um, what's his name? Howard Finkel got his head shaved. <laughs> Jeez, they're going straight into the crowd here. I was going to say, the clock's already appeared, but they haven't got into the ring yet to actually start the match, but they're saying the match has started because the clock's digging down. TNA. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> that guy with the 27 shirt, the green shirt, has a flip phone. My God. This, oh, man. This is way before Apple. Oh, my goodness. He's still wearing the title belt. Yep. <laughs> Please tell me he keeps it on during the entire match. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I hope so. Yeah, of course you do. So oh. while this one's actually happening, I might give some history about the previous uh, lethal lockdown matches that have happened over the last number of years. Uh, took it off and gave it to Tanae. So this is, again, this was the inaugural lethal lockdown. There's been a series of them in uh, TNA. So... The following year at Lockdown 2006, you had Sting's Warriors take on Jeff Jarrett's army. And the team was Sting, AJ Styles, Ron the Truth, Killings, and Rhino took on Jarrett's army, which was Jarrett, Scott Steiner, Chris Harris, and James Storm. So that was the first time it was four on four, where this one here was three on three. Yep. Uh, in 2007, you had Team Angle take on Team Cage. So you had Kurt Angle, Samoa Ooh. Joe, Rhino, Sting, and Jeff Jarrett took on Christian Cage, AJ Styles, Scott Steiner, Abyss, and Tyson Tomko. Okay, cool. Uh, 2008, look at this one here, Team Cage versus Team Tomko. What the? Yeah, cool. you had uh, Christian Cage, Kevin Nash, Matt Morgan, Sting, and Rhino. Versus AJ Styles, James Storm, Tomko, and Team 3D. Oh, man. Uh, 2009, Team Jarrett versus Team Angle. So you had Jeff Jarrett, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, and Samoa Joe. Takes on Booker <sighs> T, Kurt Angle, Kevin Nash, and Simon. So that would have been uh, the main event main Mafia. Main event Mafia. Yeah. Uh, 2000, you actually had a lethal lockdown that wasn't a part of the lockdown pay-per-view so they actually did it at another show mm -hmm. but I'll, I'll go to more to the newer time check out this one mm -hmm. um this was extreme v2 which was their version of ecw right mm -hmm. it was raven rhino sabu stephen richards and tommy dreamer with mick foley takes on aj styles james storm kanzarian robbie rude and matt morgan jeez that's like ecw takes on uh, tna Mm. Uh, we got more of a newer one here. So this was this is when MVP was there, right? You had mm. Team MVP, which was MVP, the Wolves, 
uh, and Willow, which was Jeff Hardy, takes on Team Dixie Carter. Did Dixie Carter get in the ring? Please. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh. No. She was in the corner. Who was on her team? Her team was Bob, uh, Bobby Roode, the Bromans, and Austin Aries. Ugh. Okay, gotcha. Yep. And the most recent one was uh, when they had the company, which was the GWF, which was Jeff Jarrett's offshoot that he made. Yes. Uh, took on Team TNA in a matchup. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the most recent. So it hasn't been one since 2016. They yeah, were meant that... to do one, I think, last year, but COVID happened. So. Yep. That wasn't going to work, Walkman. I don't know what you're trying to do there, dude. Bronco Buster in a cage. Yeah, that's not going to work for you, bro. We've got 30 seconds. I think we do. Are we on the same time, I think? Yep, I've got 27, 26 ticking down. Yep. How, how would that have worked, though, the Bronco Buster? It would have shoved his legs backwards. There you go, trying to understand logic in wrestling again, Tom. Why do you do that to yourself? Oh, Jeremy Bordash is leading, leading the countdown. Yes. <laughs> can they do that next year? Can they get Jeremy Bordash to come down for the Royal Rumble and uh, do the countdown, please? Oh, well, here he comes, the outlaw. Cure the kip. He's got his cowboy boots on. That clock's saying two minutes now. Um, Sure is. <laughs> and thinking about it too, like how many matches have we covered of Billy Gunn as well? Like New Age Outlaws, the one Billy Gunn, so he, many matches. He is sort of the another fellow like Kane that's been on this show quite a bit. Hey, same with the yeah. Undertaker. Oh wow, jeez. Would this be leading up to the time where um, Billy Gunn and uh, the Road Dog would team up again and call themselves, you know, the, was it BK, BKM? Yeah, the Vidukin Mafia. That's it. Yeah, I'll just load it up when that actually happened because I think it was still a little bit away. It was when DX reformed. So when Hunter and Sean yes. remade DX on in the WWE, they did it. Um, Ooh. So they became the James Gang in 2005, and they ran that till 2008. But Do you know there was a to... um, original James Gang in um, WCW back in the day? No. It had Dusty Rhodes and, oh, who was it? Um, Magnum TA. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. There were two guys under the mask, and they nearly killed Jim Cornette. Listen to Jar, what's his name? Bordash Countdown? Yes. Please bring him back for the Royal Rumble next year. <laughs> Let him do the countdown. So it says here in my notes, they did James Gang in November of 2006. So that was Voodoo Kin. Yep. DDP it's out me. next? It's me. It's G. DP. But I think, like, look, I'm reading the Voodoo Kin Mafia stuff. I don't think WWE ever actually acknowledged it. I think you never talk about the um, the other company. That's what Vince always did, hey? Hmm. 
But so here we go. Like one of the things they said, do you remember when they did ECW December to Dismember, when the Hardy Boys took on, I think it was Eminem at that event. Originally it says here, when the Hardy Boys reunited for December to Dismember and issued an open challenge to any tag team, the TNA website quickly posted a message from the VKM accepting the offer. So this is kind of like trying to do this whole forbidden door. Let's do a crossover. We'll go over there and take you guys on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, classic Vince, don't talk about your competition. Well, if TNA has really been the competition towards these guys, I would imagine. Hmm. It says here, on December 1st, Voodoo Kin Mafia showed up at a WWE health show at the Knoxville Civic Centre with Vince Russo, Jeremy Bordash and a camera crew. They interviewed several fans outside, filmed themselves purchasing tickets and eventually entered the building watching the main event match featuring DX from the upper level seat. At December's turning point, they performed a parody of DX, then in response to Jim Ross's commenting on his website that Vince McMahon probably would not respond to the war. And in response to their still receiving legal warnings from the WWE, they issued a million-dollar challenge to Vince McMahon and DX, offering up to put up $1 million for a big fight between the DX members and the Voodoo Kin Mafia. Right. Yeah, that's... we did, Bro, we did this back in 1999. We can do it again. Was it? No, it was at nineteen ninety eight. Either way, we went to WCW. Now we're WCW, and now we're going to the WWE. Thank you, Mister Russo. I think it was yeah, it was ninety the night pro show there, and that's been covered by you know, many WWE shoots and interviews too. And you know, Nash talked about how he was in his limo pulling up and seeing Hunter and Sean going, "What the hell are they doing here?" Yep, jeez. Look at that kindo stick. Jerry's lost it. Do you remember uh, Alpha Male's name in ECW? Monty Brown's? No, I don't. Who was it? Yeah, Marcus Convorn. Marcus Convorn. Yeah, he was part of the. Was he part of that new breed? Yeah, with uh, Elijah Burke, yes. Matt Stryker, and I think Mordecai, who was Kevin Thorne at that time. That's period. right. He was the vampire. Mm. So who's coming? He was out pretty now? good. He had a he had a WrestleMania matchup. I think one WrestleMania match in his career. But he's a jacked up dude. He's a big dude. Yeah. Mm. So this is the surprise entrant. Jeez, these guys have been the crap out of each other. Oh. Oh my god, the cameraman. <laughs> was it? Was that the cameraman wearing the helmet and the um? Oh, Jeremy Boyd well, is looking after him. I think there's been three camera spots where someone's been hurt. Jesus Christ. And I think what I, they would say going into the future, this was like, this is the most dangerous event of the year because of what happens, because it's so hardcore, anything could happen. It's uh, quite violent. not going to lie, there's been lots of blood tonight. <gasps> Jesus. What the F was that? Yep, that was that was stupid, man. I'm sorry to say that, but what the f was that? Look at the baking sheet. Well, okay, there was the next factor. Well, what is that noise? 
Is that the pale. roof? No, is that the roof coming down, or what was a roof coming down? Like a roof would come down on top of the cage, which have weapons and things like that. Sounds like it's struggling. What's that noise? Is it a horn? Someone in it? <laughs> Wouldn't that hurt him? What? Why did? Like Rudy Charles is fine now. He's okay. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Jesus! <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> what? What the frick? What? Oh. What? Just car wrecked X Park. X Park his head, his neck on the rope. Jesus! Oh man! What? This is a cluster, Tom. <laughs> Stroke. <gasps> oh, love it. Perfect. One, two. I've always loved the pounce though I used to love the pounce as a finisher just so hard oh super what the (laughs) why did DDP go down because he got I don't know bro I don't know man this is messy I'm still shocked at why did Rudy Charles get hit in the head by um PG James and he's also stopped selling it. Yeah, he just got back straight up. Wrong place, wrong time. That's not a good spot to put the cage. Uh, sorry, the. Oh my god! No, oh, double pounds, man. Double pounds, bro. I love that X Pac tried to put a uh, a trash can with the only spot where the camera would go. <laughs> Jesus Christ Oh, what? Okay What the? Yep, that was a mess um, Quickly, quickly <laughs> Pan to the crowd, don't acknowledge it Oh, he's busted He's busted, man That looks hard way But what are they saying busted him? Are they trying to say that X-Puck doing that move busted him? or? I think it might have been the... Um... Repeated. They're going for the same spot, are they? One. Oh, the roll two. up. That's Wait, it. Is that it? What? That's the ending. Wow. That. Um. Oh, that sucked the dick. Well, I was going to say, bro, you just ex- you just experienced your first uh, lethal lockdown. Uh, your force. Yeah. Sucked the dick. <laughs> Jared's already left. I'm out. Yeah, that's pretty much me. I'll just walk right out, I would. What? What's... Jesus. <laughs> was this during this time that BG James was on a lot of drugs? Uh, I'm not sure. I think he is now. He's just getting violent, man. Calm down. Look, it's like, it's like it wasn't properly choreographed, like what we're gonna, how we're going to do it. You know, because Nash was Nash pulled out that day. It's kind of changed the plan going forward. Yeah. See that he was doing the symbols of, D- of X. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, but that was a major clusterfuck, Tom. <laughs> I will say the one that they did in 2007 is one of my favourites because. 
there's a scene in towards the end where you know how Abyss always brings in his tax. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett grabs the bag of tax, fills up his guitar with it, and then smashes Abyss with it. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah, that's awesome. mental. It was crazy. Monty Brown looks like he's got a legit cut on his head. And that lady in the pink is, yes, very nice. <laughs> I was going to say, you haven't uh, talked about her all night. so I just noticed. I was like, oh my goodness. Here's our main event coming up, guys. Oh, jeez. This guy has no luck with women. I swear to God. Hey, man, you like to scare women? I'll take you on. Jeez, what? Jesus, go, AJ. (laughs) What's this all about? Did they have a discussion about a flat earth thing or something? Alan. Yes. No. I said they did. So which one is it, yes or no? Well, see, the main thing going into this one, it's all about the championship. This is really around determining who is the true number one contender for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Mm. Okay. Uh, so this is pre, this is before Abyss had actually won the championship. I think AJ Styles was maybe already a two-time champion, I think. Oof. It looks so young here, AJ's. He does with the mm. uh, without the long hair and the. Um... Oh God! Oh God! He just whipped him. Oh Jesus! I'm gonna hang him now. Oh, the Laura loves a hanging. Oh my God! Right oh, into the chair. That was awesome. TNA, uh, sorry, Mike Tanay and um, Don West just love to scream into their microphones, don't they? Mm. Well, that's how they used to end almost every show that way. Pay-per-views, uh, impact. Yeah. yeah. It's quite loud. How much does this guy sound like Sean Mooney? He does. I was about to say, that's Sean Mooney right there, isn't it? <laughs> Alright guys, here we go, main event time It's been quite a big show uh, We've what, up to the 2 hours and 30 minute mark on the show yes, I think sir. in the recording we're up to nearly uh, what, nearly close to 3 hours It's been a 7 good show and a half so hours, far. yeah, big time <laughs> Oh jeez just a, just a tad bright there Yeah, yeah pretty much man So AJ is the face here and Abyss is the heel? Yeah, that's right. All right, here we go. I still actually remember the very first time I saw AJ was when he was in WCW. Um, He was there in a tag team called, I think it was Air Boom or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, This is like 2000, early 2001. He had a couple Mm -hmm. of Nitro and I think a Thunder appearance before um, WWF bought them out. Um, and then he wouldn't what eventually come to WWE for was like seventeen years or something, which was um two thousand and sixteen I think from memory Royal Rumble. Yep, came out and uh, 
still love it when he his first appearance in the WWE. You hear the song, you see the see the AJ Styles, but let's quickly pan to Roman Reigns. <laughs> Let let's see uh, Roman Reigns's face. No, don't worry about AJ Styles coming out. Let's see Roman Reigns. Let's see everyone's um, Vince's boy right there. Bad, very bad it was. Quickly straight into the first Jericho feud, had a number of matches, and I think he even competed at WrestleMania. I think against Chris Jericho. Yes, yes, um, he did. And then he went into the title picture against what Roman Reigns had a few matches there, and then what Club joined him. So you had what Gallows and Anderson join up with AJ, and, and then you had that version of the Bullet Club in WWE. And uh, yeah, they would go start the Santa sucks. Oh. AJ, get straight into him. Good on him. But even like the margin of error in doing that, like he could have, his feet could have hit the top of the cage there. His neck could have hit that rope. Like he just perfectly timed that. Yeah, that's confidence right there. Watch that's this made... spot with the door coming up. Watch this here by Abyss. Oh my goodness. Here, yeah, watch this spot with the door. Jeez. And the thing about these two is they work so well together. They had a series of matches over like the what would say ten year period from like two thousand and what two to two thousand and twelve, and always been good talent. Always worked good. Like Abyss is a good sell man. Like he's a big brooding guy, but mm. sells really well. That's cool. It's always good to find when definitely wrestlers have really good dance partners. When it comes to this, this sport, this entertainment. Well, we covered it when we talked about, you know, when we covered the uh, Abyss versus Kurt Angle match at Turning Point. Oh, yes. Um, and Abyss has said that all the opponents I've had, Kurt Angle's up there with my top three favorite opponents that I've ever actually wrestled against. I, th- I think I heard Kurt Angle say the same thing about Abyss. Mm. Oof. He really is like a mixture of Kane and uh, Mankind, isn't he? Yes, big time. He's got the, like, the long hair and the craziness of Kane. You know, he's just like a big brooding dude. The mask. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at that. Kodak camera there. Jesus Christ. Oh. The forearm. Look at the selling. And the crowd is soaking this up. They absolutely love it. Uh, how much do you pay, these people think here they paid for a ticket, you know, just to get into this show? Like $15? Oh, I would say anywhere from 15 to 50 bucks, depending where you're sitting. Yeah, pretty much. But it looks like everyone's got, like, a, a spot where they could be part of the show. Well, it says here the attendance of the event. So this was all taped at the TNA Impact <gasps> Zone, uh, which is in Florida. They had hmm. 775 people there. Well, again, so for its time, jeez. And I also think this is the same year that they actually got the TV show. They got the actual TNA Impact Weekly show, which I think was just oh, the Mike, one hour, like the old NXT. Mike today was just talking about it just before. Um, mm. So it definitely was at this time. Yeah. 
which I think it was on Spike TV it might have been, which is the same as Bellator, because within the next couple of years, they would have actually partnered with Bellator MMA and actually had those guys appearing mm-hmm. on TNA to kind of set up some matches and things like that, including you know, cross-promote and cross-brand. And was... Oh, yeah, sorry, because we've already spoken about it at this time. Kurt Angle wasn't here because he was wrestling for the other... on the other channel with... Um, with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. I think from memory, though, he debuted this year. Um, yeah, I think he, after he had that match, he he would leave. Oh, no, no, thinking about it, actually, no, it would have been the, the following year because the ECW One Night Stand, 2006. Yes. Remember, he was there feuding with Randy. He did his last few matches on ECW, and then he eventually left in mid-2006. And then he debuted, I think it was the final impact before Bound for Glory, where he headbutted Samoa Joe. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah, these guys, again, there's some the security tonight is earning their paycheck, definitely. Mm. And the people in the crowd are just like, my God, you know come to a wrestling show or we'll only watch it from afar but you get the actual wrestlers jumping in your laps and Abyss is known for that like you think of his Kurt Angle match they fought everywhere all over the stadium they beat the shit out of each other Mm. in that match some of Abyss's I would say probably some of his best matches too was against Jeff Hardy Uh, they introduced a version of TLC in TNA called Full Metal Mayhem Mm-hmm. which would involve, you know, chairs, ladders, tables, abyss with his chain. And I remember there was a spot where Jeff did a swanton for the top of their rampway, like the top of the whole staging, um, the scaffolding onto abyss through a table. was brutal. Awesome. Mm, I'll have to try and find some of those events when they did it and we could cover them one day because abyss and Jeff Hardy and abyss and styles always work well. I loved how abyss is selling that the crowd is cheering for AJ Styles he's putting the hands over his ears that's old Mm. school that is well that's the thing I've said to you before it's like he's very childlike at times like he's a big dude but has you know child qualities that he does hands over the ears pulls his hair out or reacts differently definitely a dude that's been sort of damaged in a way Mm. that's his way of dealing things and they haven't stepped in the ring yet have they no well, this one is 18 minutes on the clock, but I don't know if that's 18 minutes once they're in the ring. Yeah, it was today just saying that they haven't even... The bell hasn't even rang yet. Mm. They had literally done a whole lap around that crowd. They went from one full circle. Yep. What's he going to do here with the door? Oh, look out. Here we go. I've got a batter <laughs> ram him. Yeah, what's he going to do? Here he comes. They're going to get in the ring. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, oh my God. Into oh, the shoulder. shit. <laughs> oh. It's like it shot him in the face. Mm. Like the corner of the cage door got him. Hey, when you're watching this um, on YouTube, are, yeah. are you getting commercial breaks? Or like, no. Like, are you getting like things that like pan to black? That always happens though on their events. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Mine too. 
Yeah, yeah they've, always, they've always had that with these shows at this time, but it's like they're either fading out for time or something, but I don't know. That was brutal. That was another brutal shot right there. Another one. Oh, there's the replay of it. I thought he was doing it again. The way his head jacked back. Yeah, man. Good on you. AJ just knows how to... Oh, he's... And we've got blood. Mm. Rudy Charles not selling anything from the baking sheet earlier. Yeah, it's just fully fine. <laughs> Look at this. Oh. Look at that. Oh. Good on him. Just, just trying to think of any time in AJ's time in WWE. Have we ever seen Buster open? I know he feuded against Roman Reigns. They had an extreme rules match for the WWE belt. Mm-hmm. But this was, again, this was the PG era, so you wouldn't have got that. He's just pissing blood from his face. That is hardcore. Oh, here we go. Someone in the crowd screaming, we won thumbtacks. Sickos. Oh, we got the chain around the neck. <laughs> Listen to that crowd. Look at AJ. Oh, goodness. See, I actually, you know, last time I watched this, like, oh, when I was, when the last time I watched it, I don't remember one time I've seen AJ get that busted up. This is probably the one that sticks out for me. Yeah, look at that. Look at Abyss. What's he doing? What is he doing? It's funny, like, looking at Abyss at different times, because I think it was in a few months. He's Abyss's tattoo on his, I think it's his uh, right and left arm. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that'll almost be all tore up by Sabu when they had a uh, barbed wire match. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Oh. Just leapfrogs him over, buckle first, bang. Jesus Christ. Oh. Gorilla press now. Jesus. This is just brutal. So we're at 2.43 on the dot, guys. 2.4302 if you're syncing up. Another gorilla press. Oh my god, he's just lifting him up. Just lawn dance him. Two. Rudy Charles still not selling any injuries from the baking sheet. Is that referee Rudy Charles or is that a different dude? That's Rudy. Okay. That's Rudy. <laughs> just gonna oh. snap. Just gonna snap your neck off. Or off. Now this does look like something out of a horror movie. Oh, a horror. Mm. Movie. Yeah, like a low budget indie horror. That's right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
yeah, I'm just noticing that uh, other on-screen uh, personalities on this show, mm -hmm. the commentators Mike Tenay and Don West, ring announcers Jeremy Bordash, Shane Douglas, yeah, and referees Earl Hebner, interesting, uh, Rudy Charles, and Mark Slick Johnson. Where was Earl Hebner? I didn't see Earl Hebner. Same here. I, I'm, yeah. I was just trying to think. He might have been the, the uh, maybe the pre-show match. Possibly, yeah, because I don't think he's called any of these matches tonight that we've watched. Because in the pre-show match was the three live crew, Conan and Ron, Kill and Ron the Truth Killings, defeated David Young and Lex Lovett. And okay. the natural. And the naturals. Look at that DDT. Awesome. Oh, onto the cat, onto the chain. Brutal. Where are you at on your clock, Al? I'm on two forty-five eleven. Just a few minutes. I think I'm a few seconds behind you. And I think I might have lost you again. What? What's happened? No, can you, you've just gone quiet on me there. Yeah, no, like, I'm just Jesus watching. Christ. No, I was no, just looking. No, I'm just watching. All right, cool. Oh, look at that. Hurricane Rana. Jesus. Nice. And I think AJ Styles is like one of the few, too, that are a Grand Slam champion. Like, they've actually won every single belt. Yes, um, yes, he is. Oh, you bugger that one. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah, he was um, the inaugural X Division champion. He's a former NWA champion, I think at least three to maybe four times. Uh, tag team champion with Christopher Daniels. And part of me thinks that even these two won the tag belts together. Oh, really? Look at that German suplex. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you know one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, you got two guys who are facing off. Let's put them in a tag team championship match, and then they go on to win, only yes. then to break up the next week. Yeah. So, like... Austin and Shawn Michaels back in the day, or uh, was it Shawn Michaels and John Cena? Or Goldberg Brett. Goldberg yeah. Brett, yep, exactly. They were going for a choke slam. Uh. Oh, that roll through. Oh. Ooh. Look at the blood just like stopping now, and it's just all gathered up on his forehead. Yep, big time. Big time. It's not a Nick Gage uh, pierce your body one, but yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, in the jugular. <laughs> Black hole slam. Look at the height when he does it, though. Look at that. Yeah, no, that a was A cool. full 360 spin. That was cool. Jesus Christ. Probably what the closest thing that we saw to that was like the boss man slam, which was not as crazy as that. No. No, not at all. That one is just taking it. That takes it up to a new level, that does. Kind of felt that that spot there wasn't really the best. Like he did the move and he didn't really sell it long before going for the pin and then AJ kicks out. Like that's his finisher. Like you think Abyss might have like done the moves, rolled away for a second. Mm -hmm. then gone for the cover, but it just seemed a bit too quick to make it not look as impactful. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, Jesus, what's he doing? He's got the attacks. Oh, Jesus, someone's going to get pierced. 
<sighs> Look at them all. That's not fake shit. No, no, that's real. That's not like WWE thumbtack style. Oh my god, what's he going to do? Oh, phew. Oh. oh my god, oh my god. Look at you gasping. <laughs> I know, it's great. It's great. Power bomb. It's kind of like, it uh, fixes your cluster from the lethal uh, lockdown. Yes, big time, hey. Because that thing was a cluster F. Oh. My. God. <laughs> the crowd is loving it. All of his torso, look at that. Oh my god, that is fantastic. Look at the crowd. They're having a party. He kicked out. Yep. <sighs> always makes me think of um, the Royal Rumble 2000 we covered when Earl Hebner countered the, uh, the, the pin that Triple H did with the pedigree on the tax and then starts touching his arm like the tax smacked him in the arm. Yes, he's got, he, <laughs> he had a few embedded into him, I would imagine. But Foley had him like stuck in his eyebrow. He had like three connected to his eyebrow. Yeah. Triple H's knees, his boots, everything. Yes, that's right. What's he doing now, Tom? Is he... He's... Well, this is pinfall only. This isn't uh, Escape the Cage. Oh, my God. He just killed the referee. Oh. So he's been hit with baking sheets, been tossed into cages. Just not having a good night, mate. I mean, that's one way to get someone down from the, the top of the cage. Just use the ref. <laughs> yep. I still remember that moonsault. Remember the first time we saw Kurt Angle do it to Benoit? Yes. I remember they tried recreating that spot here in TNA, and he did it to Mr. Anderson and missed him. But it's like he just overshot it. Like, he was meant to connect. He just overshot the move. And I think he's, all of his torso and his head, that's what hit Mr. Anderson. Jesus. I'm hanging him. Bald fella with the blue shirt's loving it. <laughs> Clapping. Hang him, hang him, hang him. He's loving it. Look at him clapping away. He's having a great time. We've got a choke he, slam. He's so over too. Listen to the crowd. Yes. He oh really was he really was the face of the brand. Like he really was the face of TNA. Bro, what the F? Oh my god, Tom. Oh my god, Tom. <laughs> oh, well done. Look at that. Great matchup. That was fantastic. And that spot, too, of the Sunset Flip has been used in so many promos over the years. Just shows that he's a pretty boy, but he knows how to take bumps and he knows mm. how to do it well. Well, AJ Styles will now, now move on to Hard Justice to take on Jeff Jarrett uh, for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Jeez. 
and it's it's known for an event where they tried to kind of pull a WrestleMania moment where the special guest enforcer was Tito Ortiz, the former UFC light heavyweight champion, and mm-hmm. he appeared as the guest referee in that match. And there's a spot where he tried to cheat, Tito stops him, and then AJ eventually wins the championship. And then post-match, Tito Ortiz, Jeff Jarrett get into it, Jarrett yells at him, and then Tito knocks him out with a punch. Almost like an exact copy of the Tyson-HBK moment from WrestleMania uh, 14. Yep, that's right. Fantastic. Big night, eh? Big time. And there we go, guys. Any questions, comments, Al, before we finish up this month? Uh, fantastic, uh, well, show must right here, for definitely for us uh, down here in Oz right now, especially in Melbourne, that this is our lockdown, and we just experienced a, uh, a TNA lockdown. So, um, excellent, Tom. Excellent show. Before we actually finish up, just want to give a shout-out to two great wrestling podcasts that we, that we enjoy. We think you guys will as well. Here are their promos. What's up, everybody? I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump podcast. And I know what you're thinking. Ugh, another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans beat up on WWE and AEW? Tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days. Enough! I'm just as sick of it as you are. And that's why I created the Apron Bump. The Apron Bump is about the journey. It's about nostalgia. It's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. It's about making wrestling fun again. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, tying together over six different promotions spanning four different decades. And everything is chronologically in a timeline to really allow myself and all you listeners to live through these eras while having a good time doing it. Whether it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW, we even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday, or as some may say, Bump Day, Uh huh? Yeah? Go to ApronBump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse, fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. What's up, y'all? This is Jay from the Get Joe Podcast. We're a group of four Filipino dudes from the Chicagoland area who simply loves wrestling. With our podcast, we call things how we see it and we do it in an entertaining fashion. We're critical of the things that we don't like. We applaud the things that we like. We have plenty of heated discussions. We have a sweaty session every week. And we make damn sure that there are a lot of get-show moments in each show. If you don't know what that is, remember Dolph Ziggler? It should have been me. Man, if you don't get your wannabe telenovela actor looking ass out here, that's what get-show is. You'll be leaving each show with a bunch of laughs. Follow us every week on all podcast platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Get Your Podcast. Give us a try. All right, guys, we are back. And we're at the tail end of what has been a great episode. You can download all previous episodes on Apple iTunes, Podbean, Highcast, Castbox, and Castro. You can also check us out on Instagram, all one word, The Broadcast Podcast, and more directly on Twitter at The Broadcast, T-H-E-B-R-O. K-A-S-T. Alan, any shout-outs or closing comments you would like to give? 
No, I think I'm good. Thanks to everyone for listening yet again. Thanks for taking your time to download us, uh, this show, especially during this time, trying time. I hope everyone's keeping safe, keeping well. You know, remember to wear your mask, wash your hands, social distance. If you're feeling unwell, stay home and just do the right thing. Tom, yet again, thanks to you for all the stuff you do in the show. And we'll catch everyone next time. And as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening all. Good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment so he's all tailored and i just tied my hair up yeah you look like a bag of shit you do i ran a a comb through my beard and my hair and tied it up that's it there's no need to get all tied up because we're doing broadcasts and it's a podcast so you can't see us my my wife the other day goes i'm so stressed like she was trying to get clothes for work and i just got up and went jeans top socks drop shoes Comb, hair tied up, and I walk, and she's going, "What are you doing?" I'm, I'm done. Yeah, that's goes, the weird. What? That's the like, weirdest yeah. thing about us as yeah. guys, and I don't know if we have any female listeners out there. If you are, hello. So, uh, what's going on? Uh, we have it so easy as, as guys because all we again, we have to just get up, socks, yeah. jeans, and you know, underwear, you know, whatever you're feeling that day. At you know, G banger, well, you know, reverse, upside down. This is different. <laughs> Flossing my ass the wrong way. It's different, but it's fl- not bad. Yeah, you know, I've got the fr- uh, flies eye thing going on. Hey. Uh, morning, fellas. Piss off, out. Radio. It's all tied up now. Yeah. It's, all... it's all tied up. What the fuck, bro? The strings tied around. Oh, the strings tied Underneath, around. Tied up all around the testicles. Yes, and you sit down. Oh shit. That's it. Those those are the bad moments because I'm finding that the older I'm getting, I'm yeah. I'm afraiding that oh, I'm afraiding. I'm afraid that yeah. I might be sitting on my testicles some days. Yeah, all, some days I'm the, fucking up my words. Well, I'm not going. Well, yeah. like, what was that? Was, oh, damn it! Just crush the testicle. Yeah. One, two, and three. There we go. <laughs> if you crush your left nut, is it still your left nut? <laughs> well, it's ready, ready to rumble. Thanks it? very much, guys, yeah. for listening to the broadcast. We'll see you next time. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. That was a, what a, a six-minute show, guys. Hey. See ya.